somehow we've returned. <laughs> like Palpatine. Palpatine style. Somehow Palpatine has returned. This episode, as with the last episode, is an affiliation with Audible and NordVPN. Keep listening to hear all about the offers we've got in store for you. So uh, we timed the podcast releases wrong and Kenobi is out on the day of, well, the day this comes out. So presumably you'll be watching Kenobi instead of listening to this. But it also Not all day. No, you will be. You'll be re-watching it. Re-watching the two episodes <laughs> that come out to scour it for... For, for hidden clues, clues secrets, yeah. Easter eggs and the like. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're rewatching it. Um, but it does also mean we can't talk about Kenobi this week. But we didn't want to miss out on the Star Wars hype. So what have we got in store for you, Alfie? What do we have in store for them? Uh, we have two little pieces of Star Wars content that we're going to talk about today. Uh, one the best of, which, of all time. But one of them. One both of them could them. be. Both of them. One of them's one of them's one of them's definitely up there. The other one is is a piece of Star Wars content. I'll give it that much. Uh, are we gonna tell them which is which, or are we gonna let people figure it out? I think people can figure it out. People can figure it out. Um, cool. But I think probably we should we should go. To, is there anything we've got to talk about first? Is there anything we got to quickly get off the table? Get, know, off, get, our get chest. off our chests. Get off our chests. Anything you want to talk about quickly? Um, that's anything really anything we didn't clear up in the last episode? Anything we need to ca- carry on from there? Can't remember. You're saying this like there is. You're saying no, this I... like like oh, no, no, saying this like I need to know something. No, it's just because last time we had to we had to finish off. We had to do the quickly do the season finale of um, Morbius Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> Morbius on the brain. Um, um, I, w- I wish there was a season finale of Morbius. Can you imagine if they? Can you imagine if they released just like a twenty-minute extra couple scenes and just called it the Morbius season finale, Morbius which would imply that like... the film was like episode one and the whole season previous. <laughs> so two, uh, two episode season. Because while you're watching it, after every twenty minutes, there'd just be it would just say a title. There'd, card. Be, a, there'd be credits, and then it would say Morbius, and then. It would just, it would just continue. It, be, it couldn't make it worse. We're doing it again, though. Morbius talk. <laughs> <laughs> we do this every week. If you haven't listened to the first four episodes, first of all, what are you doing here? Go back and listen to them. Secondly, yeah. uh, we just doesn't matter what we're talking about. We talk about Morbius. We will end up talking about Morbius throughout this. So if you don't, if you don't like the idea of that, don't know what to tell you. Not the show for you. Now we've got everything off our chest. Uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story featuring Felicity Jones. Felicity Jones and Diego Luna. And Forrest Whitaker. And Forrest Whitaker. And Riz Ahmed. And Riz Ahmed. And one of the dudes from English rap duo from the early 2010s, Rizzle, Rizzle Kicks. Kicks. Who gets a um, lot of play in this movie. We're going to skip yep, to that. He's got just a few quickly. lines. He's got a, um, a lot. And that guy from Horrible Histories. That yeah, um, plays Barnaby, who is a pilot yes. in it. He is a pilot in it. He's, he's the also... second best horrible histories member. We're going to really alienate most of our listeners who are in America. Matthew Bainton is know, but... the best horrible histories member. Yeah, there's a bunch have... of horrible histories in America. They no, have American. Is there, a... is there a horrible histories up. US? There should be. Office style. Not. No, do you know what? No, just watch the UK one. 
Anyway, Matty Bainton is the best horrible histories member. I I'll die on that hill, but I don't think I'll need to because I think everyone agrees. I think that's a fairly popular. Opinion. Sorry, Simon yeah. Farnaby, if you're listening, you're up there. You're top three. You're top three. I like him as I like him as King George the Third. Uh, I like him as death. He's good as death, isn't he? He's great. Yeah, as I like death. um the short um, guy who's he's like I'm a shouty man. Yeah, the shouty man. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's in um he's in Peep Show, isn't he? He's um, <laughs> he is he's the bloke the guy he's Gerard. He's Gerald in Peep Show. I've watched it, but I'm not like hugely into the Peep Show lore. I'm not crazy. Into the Peep into Show Peep canon. Show I'm not crazy into the Peep Show canon, but I know that he is Gerald in Peep Show. Um, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, is it exists. It's a bit of Star Wars content. It's not the best bit of Star Wars content ever that we're going to talk about later. Um, it's just it's fine. No, I, um, I'm joking. I love Rogue One. We watched it. Um, so we just finished watching Rogue One, uh, which is why we're so late to recording this. Is we sat down and we watched it for probably for you. When when did you last watch Rogue One? Uh, I don't think I don't think I've probably watched this movie since it came out because we watched it in the cinema together. We did when yes. it came out and it was fucking awesome. Um, and then I watched it with my mum. I think after that, because you take her to the cinema and say, "Mum, you no. have to watch this film. It's going to blow you." We mind. watched it. We watched it at home when it came out. On- I know your mum, and I, I have a funny feeling she wouldn't have had her mind blown by this film. She didn't no. as much. No, and because my mum, uh, my mum likes Star Wars, the original trilogy. Big fan of it. Yeah, big fan. Excellent. Because she's of the generation where you know it was it was present when it, when she when it was coming out. Yeah, she's old. She's frail, withered, wizened. She walks um, with a stick. And the like. She walks with a stick. Like Yoda, like Jedi Master Yoda. Just flexing my Star Wars knowledge right now. But so she's like, she's like kind of anti, uh, she's kind of anti the, um, prequels. the prequels. Yeah. And she's also, she also didn't really like the sequel, the one sequel she watched. The Force Awakens? Force Awakens. Yeah. And so after that came out, this came out and I was like, all right, but this is good though. This is better than that. Like, mum, you'll like that. We'll watch this. And she was like, oh. But Before I think after she did the film. She was like, <laughs> after after watching. Okay, it. after watching. But it, although wow. she did, I think she did think it was better than the Force Awakens, and she thought there were it was kind of cool. Yeah, and I'd agree. Um, I mean, we got some notes. We, but she didn't. She didn't like the CG people. She didn't like that. She thought no, that we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to the CG people. Spoil okay. full spoilers for all of Star Wars. And um and Rogue One, if you Rogue uh, One's six you... years old. We're spoiling Rogue One. Star Wars is even older. So Star Wars, is about, Star Wars is about hundred. Star Wars is about hundred. It actually came up before we were born. Star Wars is ancient, man. Star Wars is <laughs> well, Star Wars is long, long ago. It's not even from this fucking galaxy. It's man. a long, long ago. Long it's a it's so late here. I'm so tired, man. It's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And um, and somehow, somehow the franchise returned for a spin-off. Uh, Rogue One in 2016. See what I did there somehow. Yes, man. Um, we got some notes, and we're gonna. I think the best way to talk about this is probably just point by point, go through the film chronologically. Yep. This is a peek behind the curtain for the listeners. This is how we. This is how we do it. It's how we function. Barely. Um. So, it looks amazing. Like right from the start, That's my like you get that. Yeah. yeah, you get that shot, and it's. We thought it was like intentionally designed to look like a Star Wars. But you get that shot of like the. Sort of. the rings on the planet and there's yeah, a shadow yeah. cast across it from another planet and it's and it's like a gray sort of drag jagged triangle that yeah, yeah when it pans across it does look like the star destroyer at the start of new hope but it's um 
it looks so cool um all the space well, all the space stuff looks great yes i mean it all of really it does really like that you say that again maybe we'll get to the people but yeah every as far as the pure cinematography goes this is the possibly the best looking star wars film like ever and I, I know think, i think i'd probably i think i'd probably i'd probably agree yeah i know that they all look great but this one just feels like a cut above well it's because it's sort of i think the thing that i really really like about it and because i i vaguely remember when it was coming out there was a lot of talk about how they were you know they were shooting it all on film like using the same like equipment that they would used for the like the originals or whatever is that is, is that that or is, was that the sequels to be honest, I don't know. I mean, we could look it up. Absolutely, we could look it up, but I don't know. Um, I, that's okay. homework for the listeners. I could be wrong. The listeners can do some homework, yes. You don't have to but, tell us about it. Just do it for yourself. Look it up. Yeah, but I, I vaguely that. remember them talking about how they were using a lot of the similar like film cameras and stuff to shoot this as they used for the original because they wanted to have it look as close to the original trilogy as they could because it's, it's set like hours before a new hope starts yeah um which leads and... to some which leads to some funny little weird we'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about this later yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, that's something to remember is the setting is like possibly a day or two before a new hope yeah. like <laughs> we'll get to why that's funny but just yeah keep yeah. that in mind um and so uh yeah in regards to the way it looks um so cinematography wise and also just like set design and yeah. stuff like that is visually it's visually did a great job yeah. as always with Star Wars. I think it's of the of the Star Wars movies that have come out in this last few years of new Star Wars movies coming out I think this one is the most visually kind of reminiscent of the original trilogy and yeah. because that well, is just my preference solo. maybe like, solo yeah, a little bit. Solo's but very. I mean, from what I've seen, seen of it, it which I haven't seen. Very close. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, that's sort of that's that's kind of the that's the trilogy of the three trilogies that is my favorite, really. Yeah, so really. I think that's why. Yeah, and so I, yeah. I think that's why it kind of this visual style. I I sort of I'm glad they went with. Are you glad this is this is sort of this is about the Mandalorian, I guess, but they've gone back to like models in that and using um, ship models rather than big CG ships. Would you yeah, yeah. say that that would improve like Rogue One and the sequels? Do you prefer that? Or yeah, not? I think, I think it would because the, the, the Mandalorian looks amazing. It looks so good. Yeah. And all the ships in that, like the, the Razor Crest and the, um, his, I um, the Starfight, the Naboo M1 Starfight. The Naboo M1 Starfight. Oh, I love in, that um, ship. Oh my it's, Lord. it all looks incredible. It looks so good. Um, and and also because in the original trilogy with the model making and stuff like that like with all the, the practical sets and so like you know they do the trench run and stuff there's a few um there's a few like reused shots and stuff like that yeah um and there's like a little bit of kind of jankiness in those models even though that trilogy looks amazing yeah. there is a little bit of jankiness like the you know the, the ATAT when it falls down in, yeah, um, yeah yeah of course so and, it's, it's, and it's very it's, obviously stop motion and stuff yeah, like that yeah but the thing is that I don't know, like, because so I'm glad now, they go CG they, with them now. I'm glad that the ATATs and in this, yeah, case, but also, the though, but also, but now though, they've got the, they've got the tech, they've got the technology to combine the two, surely, right? Yeah, and true. do and do it practically way better than they would could you, 50 years ago. Completely different. We'll go back to our main topic after this, but would you 
like to see a Godzilla movie where instead of doing fully CGI Godzilla, they go back to, to man in a suit. Oh, yeah, of course. But then but then they CG over that. They, they mocap oh, man mate. in a suit in a, in a little city. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. That would be so good. Yeah. That would be so good. That would be excellent, right? King Kong can be another man in a different suit. Get Andy like Serkis the, to do it. If they're going to do like... um, If they're going to do... We were just talking about um, Chip and Dale earlier. Yeah, yeah. How we were going to do that this, this week, but we this current with... trend of this current trend of just like making a movie that is just the entire script is just meta as well. It's just been one page that just says be meta. Yeah, right. Just like self reference. Yeah. Um, Not that that's always bad. That can be. No, no, no I know, but yeah, like um. Uh, the, the new Matrix movie that we spoke about the other day. It's like Rick and Morty's whole thing, I think that's weird. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah, page. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um it's a joke. And if they did like a like a King Kong movie or a Godzilla movie where it was so apparently just some dude in a suit. But it kind of but then we in the in the universe it was like that it was set in. It was it was kind of it it wasn't apparent it's not apparent to the viewer if if they are all thinking that it what just if, like a big dude in a suit. What if is that they've just watched Godzilla that's a big dude in a suit and they're like, hang on, but this is fucking what? Uh, <laughs> what if it's a Godzilla movie and it's a man in a suit and throughout the film they all think it's obviously real Godzilla and it turns out it is just a giant man in a big Godzilla suit and he takes the, <laughs> takes the helmet off at the end and they're all like, oh my God, this is even scary because there's, there's a big yeah, man this, in this, suit. this is actually a lot worse. Yeah, this is, this is we actually, We'd rather this was just a... We'd rather this was just <laughs> there a is one-off lizard man, yeah. <laughs> This is the, the 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 existence of one big man suggests the existence of more big men. I feel many like many big men. I feel like with a lizard, and maybe other suits that wear. down to a one-off. You could be like, that was <laughs> that was odd, but that's just one monster. Uh, I feel like big man. You look and you think, oh my god, there's more big men. <laughs> I guess that's just the plot of Attack on Titan, which yeah, yeah. That, Maybe they should make that. Maybe they should make what, is Attack it? on. I haven't seen it. Attack on Titan. There's a big man. Maybe that. they should make an Attack on Titan. I know there's film, big men, but where it's big men. Where it's big men, but it's Godzilla in a big man suit. They, re- they reverse the. Oh my god! So, yeah, yeah. Well, but so it's a dude walking weirdly, like walking like Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. Like so, yeah. hunched over, kind of Godzilla <laughs> style. Yeah. And like, like, with the proportions looks... of Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> everyone's like, "Oh, something looks up here. Yeah. Something's a bit wrong about this." But then he takes the hat, the hat off, the hat off, and it's Godzilla. and it's Godzilla, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. that's." And then Godzilla that takes is... his hat off, and it's a big dude. That's meta. That's meta. Is to go, is to go, big man, but it's Godzilla, but Godzilla's big man, and then big man is King Kong. I call Kevin Feige, whoever. Peter Jackson, he'll direct it, won't he? Peter He's Jackson free. Won't. He did. He Peter did a Jackson King Kong film. He did King Kong film. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't want to do it. He doesn't With want to Jack do Black. King. He doesn't. He doesn't want to do King Kong in Godzilla in a man in Godzilla. <laughs> no, it's, it's King Kong in a man in Godzilla. In, in a man. In a man. Yeah. He doesn't want to do that. He does if Jack Black's in it. He doesn't give a shit about Jack Black. All right. Well, that's not what he said to me when I phoned him with this pitch. I really pitched it ahead of time. I oh, bring fuck. this to you afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Has he, he got back to you? Yeah, he took the deal. Okay, everyone, so everyone, everyone. What are, we doing this, what are we doing this for then? What are we yeah, doing this podcast everyone, for? Everyone, 2027, watch out for Godzilla, but it's a man. But it's a Godzilla, monkey. But it's a man. But it's, it's a, monkey. a monkey. But it's a man. Yeah. Somewhere. At some point, it's a man twice. Yeah. That's the, that's the whole that's the long title. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Watch out for that, guys. Um, but what you should also watch out for is Mads Mikkelsen's performance in this film. 
and not specifically um, his performance in it. It's just his presence in it. Mads Mikkelsen loves to play uh, uh, some variation on a Nazi. In this one, he's a space Nazi. In um in in Fantastic Beasts, he's a wizard Nazi. Um, in James Bond, he's just a kind of bad guy. So, by extension, a Nazi. Probably, probably a Nazi. In um, what else is he in? In Doctor Strange, he's a he's another wizard Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he likes to he likes to play a, he likes to play a different kind of bad guy, and I love it when he plays yeah. a kind of bad guy. But he's he's a he's he's a good guy too. But he's in this. He's kind of. He's kind of, I think, I think what he is, is he's a completely spineless good guy. No, I think he's just a spineless <laughs> guy. I don't think he's, see, I think he's Yeah, just, but he's, he's not even that good. I don't he? even he think still he's designs, good. He still yeah. makes the super weapon. And he's then just doing whatever he wants He names it after his cute nickname for his daughter. Okay, so in this but movie, So that she can find a... it. But this is so, but this is presuming that she's going to join the rebellion and then she's going to be made to... If you haven't make seen her, this movie... Single-handedly, his daughter go in and find this plan, run into a war zone. Yeah. Like, just... So, so here's... He just a... send, actually, why can't he just send it to the rebels? Here's a, here's a plot overview for this movie. So if you haven't seen it, um, in this movie, Mads Mikkelsen plays a guy called Galen Erso, who is... Uh, he worked for the Empire. He ran away. Uh, they've come looking for him. He has a daughter. He sends his daughter off to hide. Uh, he's brought to work on the Death Star. He decides he doesn't want to work on the Death Star. He puts a trap in it. Uh, his daughter goes to look for it many years in the future, look for the plans. She finds the plans. They send it off to Princess Leia, and we get a new hope. But, uh, yeah, so he calls it Project Stardust so that she could find it in the future. And, yes, that is presuming she finds it. And, yes, that presuming she's a rebel. And, yeah, he transmits this video to tell her that there's a weakness in it. And he tells her what the weakness is in this video. But he transmits it just to her, just like on a disc that he gives to a pilot. Why not? Instead of being like, Bodhi Rook, take this to my daughter. Why not be like, Bodhi Rook, take this to the rebellion where they can, where they can broadcast it across the galaxy. Yeah. Why, why just make it a, a one-use disc yeah. and send it to... Stupid. Yeah. I guess because he's trying to be sneaky about it, but then he just hands himself over anyway, doesn't it? Yeah. So the plot of this film, I've just done a quick overview of it, and we're talking about how there are these sorts of flaws, like he should have just sent it off to the rebellion, right? Yeah. This film, you can tell in not only the way it's cut, but the way it's written is you can tell that this film was came out despite a lot of behind-the-scenes issues. Essentially, it went through a lot of developmental troubles it was handed over to was it did it go between like three different directors or something so it so gareth um, edwards was always on the face of it and he was from start to finish he was announced as a director and he seemingly ended the project as director but behind the scenes they brought in people to rewrite it and they brought in basically ghost directors to sort of just yeah. completely remake the, th the second and third acts of the film yeah. and um and you can tell because yeah. it's so it's so jumpy and it's so both both in both in plot and filmmaking there are definitely bits of it where you think why like why did they do that why did they um make this decision and it's obviously to almost lead it into this vastly changed second and third act yeah um, um the first act does feel a bit a bit rushed a bit chopped together a bit kind of um because you're being like you know tossed around the galaxy, introduced to all these different characters. Space Suicide Squad members. Yeah, kind of, kind of bit of 
kind of bit it of is just squad. it's just space but... suicide squad like not even invite like that's it that is it it kind of is, isn't it? They're all just kind of, they're just kind of either bad blokes or ex-bad blokes. Yeah. Other than Jin Erso and Chira Inwe. Maybe Baze Malbus, but Cassian Handel, Bodhi Rip and Kato Erso are all ex or current bad blokes. Yeah. And they're all doing a mission where they know they'll die. They don't know they'll die. They only they, find out that they'll die okay. once, they're, once they're on the planet. Yeah, but, they, but okay, so when, you, when you're jumping from planet to planet and this Death Star is following you, you assume yeah, it's not good it's not good you sign, assume you're gonna die you assume that's it yeah true why don't the uh rebellion make a life star yeah good good question why don't why they, they just take the plans back? and make them one to make make ones <laughs> make one themselves they got the plans out let's build another one and we got death star now. that would be that it? would throw you off more than blowing up the death star would be if you saw a second death star being made you'd be like we didn't do this we didn't sign <laughs> off like, on this one shit make well, it a different color fair, make it white to be fair, it takes takes fucking ages to make a death star don't it? no because now you've got the plans that was because they had to make the plans and draw up the blueprints and come and calling contractors and get it built <laughs> but if you've already got the plans here you've got planning permission you've got all that you call the contract fucking up and you're nightmare like, to plumb the death star you don't have to working. no you just just do a whole lot into space. Yeah, but still, they've got to have toilets like right in the middle of it. Also, it's a straight it, hole. How's, the, hole how's the Death Star laid out? Badly. You can like, tell from the. Have you ever seen the, have you seen the, the Lego model? Well, that's what I'm going to ask. That's what I was going to ask because is that how it's actually set out? Well, I okay. doubt it is because in Return of the Jedi, sense. when it's all not fully built, it is just a load. Of, it's just like a weird grid structure, isn't it? It's flat no, floors. Because it's that's how it's flat floors across with a lift down the middle. No, surely not, because that's ridiculous. Also, where's this the... is lifts and flat floors? Surely not. How do you expect it to be? Do you want it to be curved floors? Do you want like, do you want do you want a floor? It's the... just a, is a, is a, is a, is like a spherical pit. It's the size. It's the size of a moon, right? Yeah, but it is no moon. It is no moon. But surely it's that big. It's got its own gravitational... fully operational battle it's station. Its, it's got its own gravitational field and shit, right? Yeah. It's made of metal. It's going to be big and dense and stuff. So yeah. gravity so is going to... problem with flat floors? Because if you had... What shape do you want flat... the floors? I want them to, I want them to wrap around. I want it to you be... Want it, so... You want everything to be on the outside of it. You want them to put all of the offices <laughs> on the outside. No. No, 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 no. I want it to be circles that go, that go down getting smaller as it goes through. I want that to be how the floors are laid out. Because that makes most sense to me. Well, yeah, it probably is. No, probably... but you just said it was cuts cross sections just straight across. What do you mean circles? I mean like so there's the outer circle that is the inter- yes. the outer sphere. Oh, you want it to be on different layers of no, that's of a sphere. Mate, that's awful. No, but that no, but that makes no right. No, because it no, it, no, it doesn't. Because right on the outer level, this is what you yeah. can expect from this podcast: is in depth in depth conversation about the the architecture of a Death Star. On the outer level. It would yeah. be fine because it's moon size, so it would be flat enough that you could sort of walk around and do your day to day shit and like do your office work and do your. You get to the to the innermost level, and it's got so small now that you are just on a ball. You're just on no, a small the, ball. No, but the inside of it is the big is the massive reactor that you can fly a ship around inside. But that's still not big that's enough. The center. I know that's the center, but that's still not big enough that if you were just a person in it, that would still be really round. If you stood in that room as a person, you wouldn't be like, "This is so big that actually." No, you notice it, but then they can they can square it off in that bit and stuff. And maybe maybe okay, just, so, so okay. So maybe by the time you get that deep down, there's only like a few little rooms. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> what, you're, what you're suggesting but, then is it's like circle until it suits you, and then you'll just go back to flat floors. 
No, look, I'm you just to, you I, just want there to be one circle floor, don't you? That's no, what you want. I want, you, want no. you want the concept of a, of, a, of if you cut away, if you took a cross section, it'd look like a target. Yeah, I do want that, but the, but only because but it that makes all no makes sense. sense. No, it doesn't. It does. Floors make sense. No, because of gra- no, because of gravity, it wouldn't work. What's up with gravity? It's got its own internal gravity. What's generator. down with gravity? Am I right? Clever. It's not. It's no, it not doesn't like need one though because it's so big. That would fuck it up. No, but that's why it's got one is so that actually that can just work because it's just got its own gravity generator and its own like. No. It's yes. No, dude. No. Whatever. Whatever. It's whatever. We're gonna fall out over this. We're gonna quit the podcast. We're quitting the podcast now. We're done. <laughs> um. No. So. Where were we? They get the Death Star plans. That's at the end of the film. We've been so sidetracked here. Um, oh god, no! But you're right because when they fly into the side, right? Yeah. The hangers are yes. facing outwards, I know. aren't they? I the... know they are. Oh, I know how mate, the Death Star's the... laid out. Laid out. I know it is. Don't. Don't challenge me on this. Don't challenge me on how the Death Star is 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 built. Oh no, that's I don't. Oh. It makes sense that way. Yeah, it does. It kind of does, but also no, it, it doesn't. It, it just does. It doesn't, doesn't make sense for it to be a weird Russian egg nesting doll of <laughs> of balls. How would you even build that? How would you get How do you them build to that stay- as it is? What do you mean? Layer, you, oh, well. you, could do it, you could do it layer by layer in halves and twist it together if you wanted. You could even just build it like as they do in bits with grids and scaffolding to build like to build a, a nesting doll of balls. You've got to build the center one and then you've got to build out. You can't build them all at the same time unless you build them weirdly, slide them all in together and then screw on a bit either side. <laughs> You can't build it like you want to. Oh God! Can you imagine if you were the emperor no. and they were like, you know, like emperor, we've order sixty eight. We've made the Death Star plans for you. We've drawn it up. This, if you look at this cross section, emperor, it's actually does some flat floors and there's hangers that face outwards, and it really just, it works. We can build it any in any configuration we want in any order, and we just put it together, or we can build it all as one. And you're like, no, <laughs> I want. <laughs> Nesting dolls. <laughs> no, like Emperor. No, I want it to be made of lots of spheres. <laughs> like Emperor. For fuck's sake, man, it doesn't work. What is fucking um, what's, what's it called? Um Urso, Mr. Ur- Mr. Urso. Galen Urso, yeah. He's like, oh come on. Come on, mate. I thought no, you were gonna, I thought you were gonna say that at some point he pushes for them to make it a nest like nesting spheres. <laughs> no, 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 no. So he originally, right, okay, this is this is my theory. Okay. Galen Erso initially made it as spheres. Okay. Right? And he rocked up and he showed it to Orson Krennic. And Orson Krennic was like, what the fuck? He was like, take it away. I want flat floor. Idiot. Idiot. No, I don't, I don't, I don't want this shit. So Galen Erso was like, look, we're doing it. We're doing it spheres on spheres and we're not doing it at all. And well, so he goes back so to that because they did it at all. And it's not spheres. No, no, no. But that's why. They, that's why he runs off. Is that why he puts the trap in it? Is that why he's like, you know, what, fuck this guy. No, I'll, no, make, I'll make no, it with what... flat floors, but he's gonna die. <laughs> no, because so so Jin says like Jin says like, oh, you know, they the reason he went back is because they didn't want to, they he didn't want them to make it without him, right? Because he knew that they were gonna make it. He anyway. didn't want to feel left out when they committed genocide. He, no, 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 no. he wanted no, to no, be no, a part was, of that because he he needed to be able to build the build the plans, build the 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 fell that failed, that isn't a trap. No. 
This, uh, yeah. He doesn't need to be there to build that. I know you are right, but he doesn't need to be there to build that plot hole because that's just how a reactor works. He's like, I built it, so if you shoot the reactor, it'll no, blow no, I up. Think it's the, I think it's that probably like, because you were saying, oh, why didn't they just put like a grate on the exhaust thing? Do you think they would have done think, that if he wasn't there? Yeah, probably. It's probably that he deliberately do you think? Do you think a guy, was, a guy was like, we're going to put a grate here and he just punched him? He's like, no. He's like, nah, 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 nah that, one, that, that one doesn't need it. That one doesn't, that one doesn't need, need it. Well, that one probably wouldn't need a grate if it was a, a series of um, uh, gradually smaller spheres. It would probably still, because there would still be an exhaust port. So nah, probably not. Probably wouldn't, need a, of it. probably wouldn't need it. Uh, Why would it not? Need, are you suggesting that they would all be like um, rotated round slightly so the exhaust port doesn't line up all in one straight line so they can't shoot down it? Oh, the yeah, exhaust ports are, off, are, are offset yeah. by like a foot. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Make it a bunch of spheres, doesn't get blown up. Yeah, if they do you know what? if they did the exhaust port thing, it's a tube, but it's a tube that goes in a curve, like it's all yeah, bendy and wavy. That'd be a hell of a shot to get it to like skim the edge all the way down. To be fair though, no, when Luke fires it in, they go like, don't they? No, I know, but imagine getting it to do that. Is that the like, force though? Imagine getting it to do that for many miles of zigzag. <laughs> oh yeah, they're, they're flying along. He's flying yeah. away from the, and he's still just like, like rubbing his temples, thinking like, yeah, he's like, right, no, I've got to get it to do a left. <laughs> he's like left, right, right. left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. right. And then they could throw right. it off by doing like double left and like up a bit. Oh yeah, genius. Do it with some. Yeah, putting do it, it put, with some... whacking a U bend in it. Yeah, whack a U bend in it. <laughs> It'd be terrible for exhaust. Can you imagine if your car exhaust was just a load of zigzags? It would be terrible. <laughs> zigzags and a U bend. <laughs> zigzags and a U bend. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be a very good exhaust. This is very true. Um, wildly off topic. Yeah, but Ben um, Mendelsohn is excellent in this. I wrote that. Yeah, Ben, ben Bendel Mendel. I would. Mendel, I said when we so. watched it. Maybe I'll go back on it, but I said when we watched it, probably maybe the best Star Wars villain. Uh, Although Vader yeah. makes a very strong case in this movie to take back yes. the crown. I would say that Ben Mendelsohn puts in maybe the best. Okay, maybe the best performance as a villain. Could uh, we agree with that? Yes, I know that people like Ian McDermott is um Emperor Palpatine, but yeah, I don't know Ben Mendelsohn for me. Just take Orson Krennic is he's at least one of my favorites. Yeah, I like Orson Krennic. I think Orson Krennic is a very good villain. I think he is like compelling in the way that he isn't just like I don't know because uh, like Tarkin, right? Mm. He's just like a, he's just a bad dude. Yeah, he, that's all he's got going for him. But he doesn't have seem to have any like you know. Ben Mendelsohn's got a real fucking like chip on his shoulder. He like really he's, a, he's an angry man as well. He's yeah, just yeah. very angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's like, Tarkin, you're you're scared of him because he's you know, sinister and mm. brooding. But he's a ben Mendelsohn's just. He's a lot like you call him. You yeah, call yeah, him yeah. up when you've got legal yeah, troubles. Yeah. Orson Krennic is just like unhinged. Yeah, he's yeah. just gonna fly off the handle at fucking anything, and he's just and it's because he's got. A I mean, that man is that man is. It. He calls the calls over the the like Death Star engineer crew, and he's like, "I want to congratulate you and give you a present." And it's just like a firing squad there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. He's he's unhinged as, but I love unhinged. him. There's the other question of um, Maz Mickelson. He ran away. He defected, right? Okay, yeah. so and he's a farmer. What's he yeah. farming? Because uh, it's just sort of grass and some moisture farming towers, but he's uh, on seemingly the most moist planet there is. Just some soil. Yeah. Is he? Do you reckon, like, because in No Man's Sky, 
we love this game by the way we're going to talk about no man's sky in no man's sky you can sell yeah. soil in certain systems for quite a good amount right you can this is well, i mean you can't it's always worth very little but you can buy enough in one system and then sell it in the next to make quite a tidy profit do you think that's what ben uh ben mendelson do you think that's what galen erso does do you think he just farms a load of soil and then takes it to a really soil poor planet yes like, sells it over there do you think he takes soil is, to a planet is just a planet is just gravel yeah, but if you to took it to like Tatooine and you were like, look, I've got like a massive bag of soil here. They could start a farm with that. They could just pour all the soil on the sand. <laughs> Replace it. Dig a, dig a big pit. Fill that pit with soil. They've got the first farm on Tatooine. Or the first farm for a million years anyway. <laughs> Do you think he's farming soil? I, uh, I probably, it's, probably like, it's probably like minerals or something, isn't it? Shortly after... <laughs> Shortly after the film finds you questioning, what's that man farming? It then, <laughs> it then finds you questioning, who is this man? This man who is so well-dressed and he has at least five excellent coats. Who is can, we do a, can we do a quick, a quick Cassian coat count? You no, know, you best believe we're going to do a quick Cassian coat count. Oh my God, because that is, he is the best-dressed character in Star Wars. Other than Lando. Other than Lando, yeah, and so there also comes close, yeah. But Cassian's Cassian Andor. jackets, his that man's selection of fine outdoors wear is. Have you seen his new coat? Parallel in the Vanity Fair photo shoot, and he's got the new coat. I, I have seen it, but I can't. Oh, I can't that see. coat! I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it up. It's like a long brown, like duster coat. It's an exquisite oh. coat. Oh. Yeah, it's a coat and a half. Ah. Oh. I wouldn't wear oh, it. God, I'd feel like I look a bit silly, but I'd, I'd look at it and admire it from a distance. I, to be fair, I feel like there's not much that Diego Luna wouldn't look good in. No, it's true. It's true. A that man of, is uh, a little yeah, bit of a, a crush on We've all Diego got a little Luna, crush on Diego Luna. Have you, I love the way he says Jabba. Yabba. You know, he's, he's like Yabba. Yabba. I want to touch Yabba. <laughs> Yabba. Okay, if, if, if you haven't, if you aren't aware, there's compilations on YouTube. Just look up Diego Luna Jabba, and there's compilations <laughs> of him talking about Jabba and calling him Yabba for the Yabba. whole, for like five minutes of compilation, and it's well worth checking out. But so there is a point in this film where Cassian Andor is stood on a ship, and he's got a co- he's got a coat on. And it's a nice coat. It's a nice it's a nice like sort of it's a nice outdoors coat. He takes it off to reveal a beautiful vest, like a really no sorry no he's got a vest oh, on. Yeah, it's sorry, a really yeah, nice. It's a really yeah, nice. Yeah, he's got a really cool. Yeah, yeah. Little this looks great. Rebellion themed. It's very cool. And he takes that one off underneath to reveal a nice little, nice another little like, number, like a brownie. Like, it's kind of like a fleece, maybe. Yeah. It's kind of like a like a fleece jacket, but not yeah. quite a fleece jacket, but like a you know. Yeah. So it's it's, it's a nice little kind Which, of. Which so he takes his gilet off, puts that down. He's like, I got another nice coat on underneath this, which he then, then covers up with another coat. It's <laughs> a blue. It's a nice like winter sort of. Yeah, 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 big Parker kind of situation. Got yeah. some, got some, got a bit of a furry hood. Got some lovely like details on the on the sleeves, yeah. like lining, kind of very, very sort of class. You know, just looks like sort of part of the rebellion uniform, but also like a bit switched up, a bit very like cool. Hans kind of similar to in, yeah, yeah, Hans yeah, Hoth. Hoth coat. Yeah, um, and also yeah, because there's elements of Han Solo's like regular sort of like smuggler jacket that he wears. You know, yeah, yeah. and his and the stripe down the side of his trousers. It's all very Star Wars. But it's just the oh. best coat in Star Wars. Oh, should we make this a segment? Best, best um, dressed man in Star Wars. Should we make this a segment when far. Andor comes out? Should we do 
Cassian's Cassian's cool coat oh count. Oh god. The quick Cassian. the quick the quick Cassian's cool coat count. Yeah. That's perfect. a new yeah, there we go. New segment, guys. New segment alert. Go through every episode. Actually, we don't necessarily have to limit it to coats. Because he's no. he's incredibly well dressed, full stop. No. He just looks great. But we'll but time. we'll include everything in the quick Cassian cool coat count. Every item of clothing goes in that because I'm not doing the quick Cassie and cool trouser count because it doesn't work. It or has just to be the quick, quick Cassie and cool clothes cool. count. No, it has to be coat. Absolutely perfect. Um, that's a new segment we're doing. But um, so Cassian Andor appears. He's on an asteroid planet, which is awesome. Is oh yeah, a trading no. outpost. Yeah, crazy. Like, like two meteors tethered together. Kind of like um the thing in Guardians of the Galaxy, a little bit like that. Yeah, like um nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's no, it's. No? The big, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna make, I was gonna make a joke, and like, oh, it's somewhere. Haha. Okay, I, 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 could, I, I just gave up. I can be it was ten out of ten delivery. Timing is timing is everything. <laughs> joke, and the timing was in the sense that you actually just never finished it. This is the this is the episode where we finally break. And I say finally, we're five episodes in. You guys um, have listened to the rise and fall of two guys in five episodes of podcast. I haven't broken it. This is this is a precursor to that. Um, uh, there are some there are some cool. I was going to say about the meteor planet. There are some really yep. cool locations in this movie. Very cool locations. Obviously, you see. Let's rattle them off. We're going so far off topic as we tend to. We see okay. opening planet, the moist planet. Moist, very damp, cool moist farm planet. Very cool, nice, nice damp farm planet. Meteor planet. Meteor, meteor outpost. Meteor outpost. Imperial prison planet. Yep. Very cool. Would have been would be cool if there was a bit more of that, I think. Yeah, yeah. But that's in solo. Watch solo. Okay. Yavin four. Yeah. What happened to the first three Yavins? All got blown up by Death Stars. Very good question. Mustafar. You see Mustafar. We do see Mustafar. Um, we see Scarif. Scarif is cool as Scarif anything. is a great planet. Scarif's excellent and it may be the best battlefront map. Of the last yeah. two battlefronts, definitely of the oh, last no. one. No, 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 no. I'm, th- no, I'm, I'm. No, I like no, a bit. Of, I would like no. a bit of Jumlin Wastes, mind. Yeah. Yeah. What in the first from the first one? Yeah, yeah. A bit of a bit of um Soros of facility. So, oh mate, Soros of the the fucking um the Salas map, the Salas map. Yeah, was yeah. Great. yeah. Um. Mm. What else? I think of other ones. There was the big um there was a big Walker Assault Scarif map in the first one that wasn't on the second one, wasn't there? No, it is on the second one. It's on the second one, it just doesn't have the same, it's not the it's not the set, it's not the full map because on because it's a, a whole different mode on the first one because it's um uh yeah the three stage mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah, one yeah. of the stages of that in Battlefront 2. Yeah, yeah. Uh what else do we see? What other planets do we see? We see some Jeddah. Jeddah is awesome. Jeddah. Jeddah's no, excellent. that's just the that's just the city. It's just the city of Jeddah. I can't remember what planet it's on. One of them. But the, okay, but it might, the is it Tatooine? Of... No. Are you sure it's not on Tatooine? Hundred percent sure it's not on Tatooine. He's googling the, it right now because the guys are there. The guys, the Tatooine the, guys are there. He doubted me on the. Yeah, they're there, but they've just travelled. Where is and by the Tatooine the... guys, he means by the Tatooine guys, he means Doctor Avazan and Ponda Baba. Who okay, so while he's googling this, Ponda Baba and Dr. Avazan appear in this and they have their famous line of um, we have the death sentence in 12 systems, 
which is quite funny because less than 24 hours later, he says that to Luke Skywalker, which suggests that, and this is me just going, Oh, the, city, the, the planet is called Jeddah. Sorry. Yeah, no. Um, what's, the, what's the city? It's just a holy city. It's, it's just a city. It's just a city. But, um, <laughs> but so less than 24 hours later, they say it to Luke Skywalker, which suggests that he said it and was like, this is a really good line. I've got to remember. And then 24 hours later, he gets the opportunity. He's like, oh man, it'd be so cool if I said that thing again. But this time he, <laughs> this time he gets his arm chopped off. <laughs> that think- cameo is so weird when you realize, that's what I was saying earlier, is like, it's so yeah. weird when you realize how close together those two, mo- like, two movies are. Yeah. So those guys essentially were on that planet, ran into Jyn so and then got presumably straight in a spaceship well, yeah, because the, pl- the planet, I mean, the planet blew up within like an hour of that. So they had to go. Yeah. So they got off. They, they, so they, they got off planet straight away. Even more significant. Went straight to Tatooine. Even more significant is they have just survived a really close up Death Star blast. And they're like, first thing we're going to do is just go to a cantina on Tatooine. And then first thing we're going to do, we're not even shaking. Mate, if you. No, no, right. But no, they're not shaking up or anything <laughs> because they're just going and starting fights. They're just like, so we're going to do the same <laughs> yeah, thing we true. just did. They're not going for like a, they're not going to like recover and have a drink and, you know, like. No, they're just literally going to start. To sort of like, to like work out, you know, to like Jesus Christ got very near death experience just then. Yeah. No, they're, they're going <laughs> straight to fight a Jedi. <laughs> they're just like, actually, no. Probably start scrap, maybe. Yeah. Blow, 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 blow off some steam, you know. Yeah, fair play, fair play. How do you I think? Mean, I um, do that. How do you think? How do you think? Like Tyson Fury blows off a bit of steam. Or I don't. Th- I don't think it would be. Someone. I don't think it would be. I think. I think he. Probably, Not that that's cool. No. Not that I would like it. It'd be really. Fun. I think it'd be really funny, but also it would be completely. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like knitting. <laughs> if you found out that Tyson Fury was into knitting, that'd be exactly the kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I see that. Yeah, Conor McGregor beats the shit out of someone. Conor McGregor needs to let off steam. Yeah, he just yeah. beats someone up. He's gross though. He'll probably be us up for saying that. Probably would. He's an avid fan. Conor McGregor's an avid fan of the podcast. Bet he is. Yeah, bet he is. I've heard some fury is too actually. I, I he loves stuff like this. This podcast is the official podcast of Conor McGregor. British fighters. Yeah. Yep. Uwe Ball. Uwe Ball U- isn't UK? English. UK? Uwe Ball UK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a big fan. He was not a fighter, strictly anyway. Um, no, he's way more than just a fighter, Josh. He's also a visionary director. Of, of Far Cry the movie and Blabberella. And, and Rampage. Postal Rampage. 1, 2. Rampage. Postal. And Rampage Postal. 1, 2, and 3. And, and Rampage instead of money. Rampage instead of money. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. We haven't done a new Ball episode yet, but it's only a matter of time. I fucking, I've got, we, God, we, there's so much we could say about Uve Ball. I wonder what will come out that we can relate to a new Ball episode. Rampage 4 is coming out. No, I don't think it is. No, it is. Rampage 4 is happening, remember? Yeah, no, I know, but we looked at it, it, that was very dubious. No, Rampage 4 is happening. This is um, this I feel is the start of a new segment again where we're just this is a movie announcement time. This is the first ever we'll do each week we'll bring in a movie announcement, but this week's movie announcement is Rampage for the New Blood 2022, which has an official movie listing. But is it actually definitely definitely Dude, it's, on, it's, found, on, it's on movie. Like no, but it's on it's on movie. The 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 indie cinema streaming service. Well, it's out, it exists. No, but it's it's literally 
it's it is on there listed for this year. The legend of Bill Williamson has grown into myth. Now with the country under the ignorance of distraction and the foot soldiers of obedience mistakenly thinking they're false governments and gods are protecting them, the true hero of the people re-emerges. But how is it possible? How? Instead of money. But how is it possible? Bring him back. Uwe Ball. Has he got Instagram? It's probably Uwe Ballstagram. There's a bunch of... There's world... Yeah, World's so best rest. Here we go. Ball. Ball also announced that he's working on a new Rampage film called Rampage for the New Blood and a film called Germany in Winter. Rampage for the New Blood is on Letterboxd. Okay, fine. Yeah, Rampage for the New Blood is happening, man. And when yeah. that comes out this year, we'll do a new Ball episode. Okay, cool. Perfect. This is the end of our first segment of what's coming out this year and where we do an episode on it. We're just, uh, we're just actually just actually just delirious, I think, is what's happening. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. 100% this is going to be so hard to edit, and it's going to be even harder to listen to, I imagine. <laughs> but no, um, um, back to it. Jeddah is is beautiful. Um, there is, on Jeddah, there is a moment that happens. We're sort of vaguely working through the film in order. There is a moment that happens. Riz Ahmed is there, and I'm not... I was saying I'm never totally convinced by Riz Ahmed. I think he's too recognisable. I don't know what it is about him. It's a bit like Rami Malek. Great actors, both of them great actors, but I just see. Yeah. And Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's excellent, but I always just see Tom Hardy as whatever character. I was going to say Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah, but Tom Cruise is a different kind of actor. He's not like... Tom Cruise is just trying to play Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise wants you to see Tom Cruise. Yeah. Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio okay. is another one. It doesn't matter what role he is. He's just Leonardo DiCaprio as... Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe is just Harry Potter and everything. Daniel Radcliffe is not one for me. Daniel Radcliffe, I'm, I can be convinced by. Oh, to be fair though, actually, I don't. I used to think that about Daniel Radcliffe, but I don't so much anymore. No. When I see him and stuff now, he he has actually outgrown that role. Yeah. I think, which is cool. I'm happy yeah. for him. Um, I think he's grown around like that role. I think he's found like a way. To... Every time I see Chris Evans in something, even if it's even if it's something that came out before, you think the one he was in Captain. <laughs> that's a regional reference i think if, i think of i think of um chris evans breakfast show yeah and i start thinking i get that song in my head how do you like eggs in the morning i like man with a kid and then he used to play a, co- a cockerel noise and then it would he, there was another song that he'd play after that like a little jingle um and then moira stewart would come and do the, the a brief rundown of the news <laughs> we have um so like well over half of our listeners are from America. Um, Chris Evans is Chris Evans is Captain America, as you know him, captain of your great country, captain of your of your fine country, United States, captain of your country. Um, Chris, <laughs> other Chris Evans is captain is, of our country. Is captain of our country. <laughs> He's captain of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show. He's captain of the one show he's captain of top gear i don't know for... if he's uh, he was on the one he show, was on the one show yeah yeah no he's not now uh he's ca- he was captain of top gear um basically captain captain britain if you will captain america uk anyway so i'm not i'm not i'm not fully convinced by resume but that's not the point it's not his fault he's he's great in it but there is a there is a point in this film that we love and we it got to it it, it we Go into Saw Gerrera's planet. Saw Gerrera is great. We go, not into his planet, we go into Saw Gerrera's like palace. 
Saul Gerrera is excellent, great character. He has a pet, though. And this was right in the middle of, like, three or four films where Star Wars went through this weird tentacle-obsessive phase. <laughs> and it is awful. And... Borgullet. Uh, Borgullet, yes. Borgullet. Oh, I hate Borgullet. I hate him. Borgullet. Is it him? It doesn't matter. I hate Borgullet. It? It's a big tentacle thing. Because I don't understand the... Like, he makes you tell the truth? Yeah, he puts his tentacles on you and then he reads your mind or something. I would, t- I would tell the truth if someone did that to me, though. If someone... If I, yeah. if you if you kidnapped me... If a big you, slimy beast put his tentacles on me... If a regular... If, you know what? If you kidnapped me and you opened your... And I'm sat there in a chair and you opened your cupboard and there was an octopus in it and you, like... Through the what kind of octopus? Me. What sort of octopus? Because this is this is this will make a difference to Paul, me. Paul, the World Cup predicting octopus. Oh nah, mate! I love that dude. Yeah, well, so he's dead now, isn't he? I don't no, really so do I. But if he if me. he lays his tentacles on me, I'm still freaking out. Are you not like? I freak out. I like might freak out a little bit. I freak out a little bit, but also you know, I've been I've, I've had mate. If I if I had Paul the octopus, I've had a starfish on me. They're a bit they're a bit tentacly. It's not the same as an octopus, though. It's not the same. I know, but. Uh, you know, that's a I, terrible comparison. Yeah, but that's you know, terrible. I've held a bug. <laughs> Fair play, actually. That's pretty close. That's held a few bugs close. in my time. I held a big spider. I've held a tarantula before, and I didn't tell I that the truth. But no, I, but, I, yeah. I hate this tentacle monster. I hate, I hate because there was the Rathars in the Force Awakens. Yeah, well, there's obviously there's the Sarlacc. Yeah. There's the Sarlacc Sar- pit, obviously. Yeah, the Sarlacc's different, though. Monster. The Sarlacc is a big tentacle monster, but it's not slimy no, and drippy and mucusy and gross. No, it, it, it is. Yes, it is. Especially no, it in is, Book of Boba Fett. Is. No, but it, the only reason it's not slimy and tentacly and drippy and gross is because it's a puppet at the time. But in the Book of Boba Fett, when it's all CG, yeah. that thing's sliming and dripping. Yeah, there it's is, slimy and drippy, isn't it? There's the Maw, I think it's called, in Solo, which is a big intergalactic massive tentacle monster. They, they what fully, the hell? They maxed out on it before stopping it. What the hell? I think Get the more I think the more appears in episode nine as well. I think when he's you know when he's like light, light speed jump you haven't seen it when he's light speed hopping and he's <laughs> he's like hype he's hopping from hyperspace to hyperspace. I think they go through the castle route and it's the more. There's the more. I think I might be what wrong about that. The more gullet. More gullet. More gullet. But um. More gullet. So Saul Guerrero is. So off paranoid. his face on Nos all the time. Yeah, and he's so he's paranoid, and like he's constantly inhaling. And what's he inhaling? Can he just not? Is it oxygen? Can he not breathe? I reckon it's probably. I reckon he's got some kind of some kind of. He's been he's shot, shot in the lung or something, and he's got narcotic some situation going on. Yeah, <laughs> why is he that paranoid? Why is he? Dude's just so high. Because he, he's just he's, so high. He's like, yeah, did you come to? Did you come here to kill me? Like, he's like, they sent you to kill me. You're, <laughs> you're gonna murder me. It's like what? Like, no, nobody okay. suggested this. Nobody okay, suggested. Why? why did you? Also, everyone went to him willingly. Everyone was like, "We've got, we got actual like, we've got really helpful stuff. We need to get to the rebellion." And he's like, "You were sent by the Imperials. You came here to kill me." And it's like, nah. Actually, he, no. um, he dies pretty quickly on. But like, this isn't his only appearance. So it feels like he's a wasted character. But if you've watched like Rebels and the Clone Wars and Jedi yeah. Fallen Order, you played that. He's is in... he in the Clone Wars? Yes, he is. Pre... Very different, but yes. Okay, but so he was introduced as a character pre Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Yes. They did that. He's... Okay. Maybe the first to go from animation to live action. 
Not but uh, Boba Fett yes. is. Boba Fett actually is. But I mean oh, okay. of the of yeah, the yeah. canon animations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The animations, if you were, because General Grievous also did, but, but I mean specifically to go from like. Did any of the like Jedi who rock up in like Revenge of the Sith or something, were they in something Maybe. before? Maybe actually. Did the Clone Wars start? Because there, there was the, there was the, the like 2D animated Clone Wars. Yeah, that's not canon. And, I'm talking about the canon. No, no, no I know, but. General Grievous was from that originally. Okay. He was yes. in that first. I think he was created for the movies, but I think he featured in that before. Okay, there's a little kind of, a little kind of. Look at this. Check, check this out. Like Boba Fett did in in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the Droid Tales, the Christmas yeah. special, he was even. Yeah, and he's in his blue and yellow armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe he wasn't the first, but I'm going to call it and I'm going to commit. And I'm going to tell you all of you that even if you, even if you are right, you're wrong. It Sorgarero was the first. Yes. Okay. I will yeah. go with you on this. I'll... You don't have to. You can stand against me if you want. <laughs> I haven't got. I haven't got an opposing. If you're, if you're not with, if you're not so... with me, you're my enemy. Or whatever he says, and he's like, yeah, something, something like that. Anakin, only a Sith deals in absolutes, which is an absolute in itself. To to say yeah, that only also... a Sith deals in absolutes, that's an absolute. Also, I don't think that's true. Yeah, it's definitely not. No, but all the all the Jedi are wishy washy and spineless. They're like, eh, maybe, maybe you're my enemy, maybe you're not, and that's why they all get killed because they're just wishy washy. We were saying this is Chira Imwe appears. Chira Imwe is great, played by Donnie Yen. Awesome. Yeah, we would like to see. You specifically said this, but I'm gonna steal this. Like how, like a how when you tell a joke in, in a group of people and nobody hears you, and then one person repeats that joke slightly louder, I've... and they get all the laughs, and you think. What a shit! I'm gonna do that there to is, you. There are a few things. There are a few more things worse satisfying on. than doing that. Oh, than stealing someone's joke. I don't <laughs> like it. I, I want. I, I don't no, want I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm that feels. It feels. It feels just I'm like. It feels. I don't want that joke anymore. You've had it. Whatever. Yeah. It didn't yeah. get a laugh. I guess you're just not that funny. No, but it only didn't get enough because no one heard it. And then I think, it's, I think, no, oh, I think shit, it's that was genius. I think right. it, no, I think it's better to let that's what tell they're joke. doing. That's what they did with the Death Star. They heard him, yeah, they what's heard his name, Krennic Galen Galen Erser, and they chatted about it, chatted about it, and they were like, but no one was listening when he was. But what's about funnier it. though, they were like, oh, fuck, actually, that's quite what's good funnier though is to hear them tell their joke. It's a really good joke, no one hears it, no one laughs, and you tell a worse joke but louder so everyone hears it, and that one gets the laugh. And they only didn't laugh at the previous one. Had the previous one been heard, they wouldn't have laughed at your joke because it pales in comparison. But you said yours Genius. louder. That's funnier. Genius. Yeah, that is funnier. Um, Absolute genius. <laughs> but I'm going to take yeah. from you your suggestions that we would like to see other like force-sensitive factions. Like you've got the Jedi and the Sith and the Grey Jedi. And, uh, oh, there's, what's he called? Big dude from Rebels. There's the big man who turns up in Rebels, but not a man, but like a big, big a big moose. Oh, yeah. It's a big moose. And he's like a, a big moose, isn't there? Yeah. And yeah. he's a, like a force sensitive thing who isn't, a, mm. he's not a Jedi. He's there's also that owl that is always there when Ahsoka's there. Oh, the yeah. owl. And there's also the. I haven't seen the entirety of that show. I've seen a couple of episodes. There's also the, the big. No, they're, they're hyperspace whales. They're not force whales. But there's other force sensitive things. But I want to well, see. I mean, specific... they're probably force whales. They're probably fair. force how, whales. How, how do you how do you do that? If you, I mean, to be fair, yeah. I would argue. Whales. I would argue that going to hyperspace is more useful than having the, the force. Yeah, probably. 
because also you know that hyperspace torpedo thing you know in in the the last jedi where she does the hyperspace like torpedo through the yeah Imagine get, what, just, get a bunch of the whales. No, but imagine if you could just do that as yourself. Imagine if you could just be like, I'm here now, I'm through your ship. No, because that destroys the ship when they do that. It won't destroy that you. Kills it. If you're a fleshy whale, probably you won't get halfway through the ship, will you? No, I reckon the fleshy whale could go all the way through the ship, but by the time it gets through, there'll be nothing left. Of the I whale. don't think a fleshy whale would make it. I think it probably would mostly disintegrate quite quickly. <laughs> It's a big whale. Fleshy, fleshy whale traveling at like hyper speed just hits a massive metal. Ship. That, I don't not, think there's physics to be done, and I'm not the person to do that. Regular boats crash into whales and just like kill them. No but, but if a re- but if a regular whale crashed into a regular boat at hyper speed, <laughs> hyperspace, that regular boat is getting fucked. Yeah, this is true. So is everyone on it. Imagine anything hits a regular boat at hyperspace, but imagine if a whale hit a regular boat at hyperspace. Okay, to scale it down, if a regular whale hit a regular boat at a thousand mile an hour, <laughs> that regular boat is getting torn in two, as is the whale. Yeah, now imagine imagine massive space whale. <laughs> it's massive space boat at hyperspace. That ship yeah. is no more. Yeah, do you, th- do you think that that do you think that that ship just has a dent made into the side of it and they're like, oh thank, thank God that hyperspace whale disintegrated before you got any further <laughs> through our ship? <laughs> uh. <laughs> they like, do you think they're like Clash of Clans units and you have a certain amount of hyperspace whales you can use to get through a ship? You have to like yeah, tap yeah. five of them. Yeah, yeah, tap five, tap five hyperspace tap whales. whales to get through one <laughs> Imperial Star Destroyer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I re- <laughs> But then, yeah, they, should so, do, they should do some kind of Star Wars mobile game that, that entirely revolves around like the just like fighting space. space whales. Whales. I was gonna say there is like a weird Clash of Clans Star Wars game, uh, like Star Wars based defense. Um, <laughs> but there are other force sensitive beings, Chirrut Inway being one of them. So it would be quite cool to see like a, a force Avengers or a force, yeah, or just like just, just like people who bunch of he doesn't blokes. so he doesn't do any like. He doesn't do any like force pushes. No, but he's force he doesn't do like he doesn't have a doesn't have a. But also though, to be fair, like kind of is he? Yes, because like he, he does he, right. He's fully blind, and there's a point where he like yeah, says, "I'm right. one with the force, and the force is with me." And then he shoots a star destroyer, uh, not star, a, a, a tie fighter, tie fighter out of the down. sky. Yeah, 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 you're right. Okay, yeah, he's blind. Yeah, he's, he's also he's also but... looking away when he shoots it. Like he is blind, but also his head is turned in the opposite direction when yeah, he shoots yeah. it to emphasize that not only is he blind, but if he could see, he wouldn't be looking at it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the dude's yeah, yeah. So, sensitive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Space dead, everyone. But yeah, we we, we could be cool to see cool, cool to see people who are like, you know, do force shit, but it's not, yeah. you know, the Jedi force stuff. It's like, because the force is such a vague and undefined, like, quantity in yeah. Star Wars. Because yeah. it just kind of does a bit of everything. Like, But, ne- but never it? the thing that it should do. Like um, no, I know. there's a million no, no times did... where if they just used the force, then the film would be resolved immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so, so many, so many times. And I and I think that's like, isn't that like largely sort of put down to they're always like, oh well, you can't use it to the Jedi are always like, oh you can't use it to attack. You only have okay, to no, but there are but that, okay, so, but, but even so if so somebody attacks you, times, then you can you know. No, but here's the thing: back. is yeah. a million times the Sith escape the Jedi, right? They're like okay. Also, actually, for example, in the Clone doesn't Wars, Yoda doesn't Yoda hurl huge pla- huge yes, metal? They boxes all attack in. with it. Don't pretend <laughs> they don't have any moral code. There's a point in the Clone Wars where 
Anakin is there and Cad Bane is like getting away with a Jedi holocron and he gets away and they're just like, well, I guess he got away. He didn't need to just use the, just when he's taking off with his ship, just use the force to hold it down. There's like four Jedi on this ship, just looking at him like, well, We'll get him next time, boys. But I'd just be like... We, we, I mean, what are we doing? Just put it back. Just, just yeah, bring gone. him back. We're so powerful. If we just combine our force powers, we'll just like... Yeah, isn't Anakin the most powerful Jedi ever at this point? Paul, uh, Cad Bane's tiny I mean, little... Luke Skywalker lifts up his... X-Wing, yeah. X-Wing. I guess that's a bit different to a full full force ship taking off, but... but, even oh, no, so... but he, no, but he's only just started at that point. He's only yeah, just yeah, he's started just started. Training. You're right, yeah. Again, so Yoda, Yoda, Yoda's hurling discs around at Palpatine. Just yeah, yeah. So the Force yeah. works, but like, does it? Does it? Do you think it's like in um in Avengers Endgame when they're like when they go back in time and they're like to the Hulk, they're like just get angry and smash stuff about, and he's like, I just, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just sort of punches like, the car limply. Oh, and he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I know. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. They were just kind of like, oh, I mean, I don't know, Force. What, what do I do? With this kind of just oh. yeah. The, <laughs> Pull Cabin's ship back down to the ground. Like, oh, well, okay. we'll just oh, he's gone, whatever. How are we going to get our Jedi paycheck if we get these jobs? Done <laughs> yeah, we're they're like, hourly. They're, yeah, they're like, they're like dodgy, they're like cowboy builders. It, they fucking they're like clock, dragging yeah, in at the start of the war. And they're like, if this war, if, you know, if he gets that holocron, the war extends for like maybe five years. We, we don't have to clock out for, we're paid hourly. We, we don't have to make, clock out to the end we of the make war. Way more cash if we just let it go. That's why. That's why. Uh, that's why. Like Yoda dies when he does as well. He's like, if I tell Luke, if if I tell Luke anymore, he'll have this war ended quickly because he'll know exactly what to do. So I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna die actually, and then I can just. <laughs> I'm, I'm a right. I'm a. I'm gonna head out. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get out of this. I'm gonna get out of this. Obi Wan yeah. dies at that point too because he's, he's just yeah because well, he just surrenders doesn't he he's just like well, shit look, he's actually, just like you know actually I'm not getting paid enough for this one yeah no, exactly that's the big conspiracy <laughs> that's why that's why that's why Luke only goes as a Force ghost to face Kylo Ren in the Last Jedi he's like if I go and face him in person I'll just kill him <laughs> and that's the war over <laughs> yeah 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 and he only got to he only got to clock in at the start of A New Hope as well so he's not even getting paid as much yet like he's <laughs> yeah God Anakin is, Anakin fucking raked it in didn't he so. It would be cool to see more force factions as such, but we do see what we see a couple of major factions in the Empire and the Rebellion in this movie. Yeah, yeah. In it, the Empire is squabbling, right? Tarkin is like, I built the Death Star. Krennic is like, I built the Death Star. Then Vader's like, neither of you built the Death Star. But while they're all <laughs> squabbling away, so are the Rebellion. And we made a note yeah. of this is that the Rebellion have this meeting and they're basically told, like, look the death star has been built it has destroyed most of a planet and there is a weakness let's take yeah. it out now let's strike now with like within the next 24 hours which they do to be fair but let's strike it now and then just like two-thirds of them are just like no <laughs> and then mom was yeah. like mom was like without the full support of the of the room we can't why yeah <laughs> what and also they do anyway. They do anyway. They, they do anyway, and it works. No, they anyway. do. No, they do anyway because um, because Bodhi Rook takes that ship, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. uh, we're Rogue One," and they're like, "What? There's no Rogue One." <laughs> there's literally, yeah, literally. There's so they 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 get there in a stolen Imperial, Imperial freight, ship. yeah, yeah. Crew, like freight ship or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
which they just leave outside the base on. They park, park it up. They park it up. And then they're like, all right, let's go and do an adventure, guys. Let's go and do it. Just on our own. Well, then just, they're, just all told, the, they're all told. They're all told. Um, without the full support, we can't do it. So Cassian yeah. goes and gathers up a load of rebels that will do it. Yeah, yeah. And then including Rizzle Kicks. Just one Rizzle Kick. Including Rizzle Kick. Um, Rizzle Kick, a little kind of a little kind of lizard man. Um, no, okay. Like... Rizzle Kick isn't a li- little kind of lizard man. Lizard. Oh no, sorry. It didn't sound like Rizzle. Yeah, kick okay. Lizard Rizzle Kick, lizard. comma, lizard a little man. lizard man. Um, a bunch of other people. Cassian's all just like, look. We're bad blokes. We've done bad shit. But we want to make, make amends. But we want to do, you know, we want to, we're going to, we're going to do, we're going to do right. Let's fight that's a death star. Let's, let's blow up this death star. Let's well, get, let's, get, let's, star let's transmit the plans to. Um, and so they fly in. And as they're taking the ship, they get back in the Imperial ship to take it back. And they're flying off. And this guy's radioing them going like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Um, so what's your cool sign? What's your cool sign? He's like, well, rogue. No, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's he's just dithers about for for like a minute, and then yeah. and then Janessa is like, say something, say something, which you would hear on the radio and immediately be like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. suspicious. <laughs> he's like rogue, uh, rogue one, and then the the guy the guy on the radio goes, what what. There's no Rogue One. And they just take off and leave anyway. <laughs> and they fly away. And they don't There's need no, clearance. Like, Why do they no. need that? Because they don't need... Because what are they going to do? Shoot them down? Like, they don't. Kill them. There's no clearance for Rogue One. And there's a really tense scene. And then they take off. And they're like, it's fine, we'll take off anyway. And they take off and then they just immediately get shot down. And that's how the film ends. Well, they think they've, they think they've like, got out. And then there's just like a bunch of rebels on the floor. And then like they put up the shield launches. around the Avin 4 and it just cuts the ship in half. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> gets out. <laughs> but um, yeah, but the rebels are weirdly squabbling. But then anyway, so they, Cassian and, and the crew, Cassian, we love Cassian. Just because of his coats, nothing. Like, he's a shit bloke, but we love his coats. No, because um, he kind of he's all right by the end. No, he's he has such an un unearned redemption story where he's he go he tries to kill Jin's dad and only and then orders an airstrike on Jin's dad and then it's like I didn't kill Jin's dad and then he just has a weird like a weird change of heart and he's just like I'm not I'm not bad anymore Jin I'm not bad and she's like cool I guess I love you and yeah um, yeah but no they go off to Scarif which is a beautiful planet it looks amazing um and it's, it's got this really cool shield with this cool shield gateway ring over it and they've got to get through there and transmit the death stuff plans and so like this is this is the third act and the third act is is very much more in line with what a what we expected from the movie and b when it came out yeah and, and b what the movie um what the movie looked to be from the initial trailers and what I think yeah. Gareth Edwards' initial plan for it was, which is this sort of Vietnam War style, gritty, grounded war film, essentially. Yeah. And it's great. Full metal jacket in space. Yeah, but not even in space for most of it, because it's just in what, <laughs> what just is blatant, blatantly Vietnam. <laughs> but yeah. um, uh, it's, I mean, it's amazing. The whole film's great. I don't think we shit on it that much, like we tend to with these films. No, but, but I, it's, I, I it's an excellent honestly, film. I but think this is the best bit of it. The third act, like the start of the third act onwards, right to that final scene, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Just kicks so ass. They essentially 
their escape ship with Bodhi Rook on it. Bodhi Rook has a great death as well. Stormtrooper because it's so weirdly uneventful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Imperial. He's 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 just completed. So he's like um, so he has to wire up a um, he has to wire up a what plugged in the space extension cord. Yeah, to, to, yeah, yeah. to connect the ship into the communication terminal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he has to do that. He's got the he's got the um the communications up and running so that they can send the, the like signal to the, the signal to yeah the they can send the signal to the rebellion to get them to come to you know re- to back up yeah the rebels whatever he he finishes his arc he's he's done everything that he needed to do as a character which is deliver the message to the rebellion in the first place to tell like, a load of lies to like various flight controllers he just lies <laughs> to flight controllers like lies to flight controllers get them onto the beach help them communicate and then a stormtrooper throws a grenade onto the <laughs> ship he looks at it with a kind of just kind of like you know like oh, amused kind of because he doesn't there's not like a oh my god no, it's, it's just not, like he just, just kind of looks around at it he's just like yeah oh. but i feel like it's just that like oh, and then like and then sake. the ship blows up <laughs> yeah yeah that's it but it's not like a because a, a lot of the characters in this who do die, they go out fighting as well a lot huh? They go out fighting, but also there's a there's a fair few dramatic held in arms, yeah, yeah. final breaths. Like he dies um, on his own. He dies completely alone. <laughs> yeah, completely alone and instantly. Yeah, but it's not like I think the only other one to die alone is K2SO. Uh, yeah, no, he yeah. is because because Chirrut in Wick, well, Baze Malbus kind of does, but Chirrut in Wick dies with Baze Malbus, and Baze Malbus yeah. like dies quite soon after. Jin and yeah. Cassie and die in each other's arms. And he remembers he's. And I really, I, I really arc. like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks down with him as, as a point. <laughs> that goes off. It, it blows up the planet. And Jin, Jin, and Cassian are there on the beach, and they're like they're sort of having this hug, this closure. And Cassian has his eyes closed, as as you probably would. Um, and then just before the screen goes fully white, he just opens his eyes like really suddenly and just like looks. He kind of looks down. As, so, yeah, as if yeah. he's just suddenly gone. He's forgotten oh, the shit, space wait. oven. He's like, fuck, did I leave the, the <laughs> oven on? It's like, fuck, oh no, I, I hope I locked my car. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like that. I like that moment between them. I Also, I like that they don't kiss or anything. No, but I, I like would have preferred if like he a... died when he gets shot by Krennic earlier because he gets shot by yeah, Krennic yeah, properly true. back first, then head first, like 40 foot drop onto like, like back broken on a metal like metal like yeah, yeah. Uh, head first then into a second one about 20 foot on from that and then like another sort of 10 foot on from that he smacks into the floor that should yeah. be him dead and that felt like that felt like the Bodhi Rook death in the sense it just felt like like oh shit like he's dead yeah and like it I don't know it just reckon, felt right like I sort of I sort of get the impression that I think actually that was meant this. to be his death. That was probably the the original life. I think so because that ending scene is definitely changed because in the trailer she like walks towards this Tie Fighter, doesn't she? That rises up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the film, Orson Krennic confronts her on top of the tower, and then just before Cassian just before sneaks Krennic up on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I'm not did Cassian and Krennic both have to climb through that weird open closed bitey hole? It would be really funny if they both, if if Krennic knew that there was a door there because like he made this place, but also Cassian just like looked up and was like, "There's the bitey hole." Or, oh shit, there's a door. 
Yeah, as you go through the door, door. Yeah, probably, <laughs> because probably this ladder his back and his neck and his jaw would be fucked so to go yeah, through yeah. that bitey hole i'm not being your well, jaw to climb yeah not that you need your jaw to climb but also you'd be feeling that and it would be mashed through and you'd have no teeth left and it'd probably be broken and bleeding everywhere so to then climb through that horrible bitey hole there's this weird maybe sort of five foot wide hole that is every sort of three seconds clamping shut with these like three spiked door panels and Jin somehow climbs through it <laughs> so imagine Cassian she just pulls through herself it. through it like fairly effortlessly but they show that and also the fact they don't show how Cassian gets there makes me think again reshoots he, that dude yeah. was meant to be dead yeah um, but that third act is just is insanely good and obviously it was massively changed from you watch the initial trailers and they're all they're all running along the beach, aren't they? Do you remember she's like running along the beach with yeah, the hard yeah. drives, and Krennic is on the beach and wading through with his beautiful cape. Um, yeah. Great costume, great, great costume. Oh my god, great imperial best like, imperial costume. Yeah, maybe really, uh, Cassian looks very good in that imperial costume. Or that tailored, it's yeah, just it's a regular just really... officer uniform. And again, it's Diego Luna. Maybe that helps, but yeah, he gives him a run for his money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But no, um, Krennic's, Krennic's like white, like stark white imperial costume with the massive flowing cape and the kind of also totally plays into his because he he's split below, cape as well. That's like a double cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's 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 lower ranking than Tarkin, isn't yes. he? Yeah, because he's a grand but grand moth Tarkin. Yeah, yeah. But director Krennic is like, yeah, he's got throughout the movie he's got this sort of like mad. Just he's compensating like he's just, for something. Yeah, tiny dick energy. Do you think? Do you think Tarkin like took his wife? Do you reckon Krennic? Oh, was Tarkin married? definitely. Shagged Tarkin his wife. like shagged his wife, and definitely. then he's like, "Well, I can build a death. Star. I can build a Death Star. Tarkin can't do that." And then Tarkin's like, "Actually, mate, I built this Death Star." So he's like, "Ah, fuck! I can pull off a cape. This man isn't going to look good with a cape. He's going to look scary with a cape." Um, but yeah, no, but but Krennic's, Krennic's outfit and the way it kind of it, like it's his whole his whole thing of uh, of being this overcompensating kind of like oh look at my, I made this Death Star look at me look at my cape because he's the only one of the of the Imperial people who wears a cape other than and that wears bright white other than yeah. the guy that one guy in the boardroom in A New Hope yeah 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 um, maybe there's a, maybe there's a bunch of a bunch of people in yeah I like I like to think days. that they have the option of like gray green. Or white, yeah, and yeah. like two people picked white, and it was Krennic they, and that <laughs> other bloke, and the, yeah, yeah, and they they picked white. No, they don't expect anyone to pick white, but they give it as the option. <laughs> and, and and Krennic was like, "Yeah, I'll take. Of course, I'll take bright white. Of yeah, course, do I look like a kind of white and a massive cape? White. Yeah, of course I will. They don't offer the massive cape. He bought that from home. <laughs> it's like um in Fantastic Mr. Fox when they've all got their um they've all got their bandit masks and um. Ash has the uh, just has the sock. Oh, he's, yeah, he's yeah. like, I brought this one from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, just quickly touch on the CGI people because when yeah, it came yeah. out, that was like everyone was a talking, talking point. About. Yeah. yeah, and you know the ethics behind bringing back dead actors, and like whether it's morally justifiable, and you know Marvel like are doing it now with Stanley. Do you hear that? They no. were twenty years signed the rights for twenty years to use of his likeness in their movies it's just weird and i don't know why it's odd isn't it i don't know why you need to it's strange what's that movie that's coming out that's got james dean in it is it still coming out so there's a vietnam there's a vietnam war movie 
and it's got James Dean in it. And it's not James Dean character James Dean. They specifically wanted James Dean to play this character. So they've got James Dean as a CGI likeness. There's also, I don't know if they do it, but Val Kilmer wanted them to use... Val Kilmer has this. So he had uh, surgery on his throat to remove tumour. And so his voice is barely understandable. Uh, now, so he's got this AI-generated voice, like voice box, and he wanted them to use that in Top Gun. Apparently, it's like seamless. So they're doing it for things like that now as well. Like that's bizarre. This is great though. That, that's cool. I like that. I like that they can yeah. recreate his voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but James getting James Dean back in a movie is odd. Yeah. Um, I question why. I think finding Jack. Also, it's not James Dean, is it? It's a guy. It's a guy with some dots on his face that they're going to make look yeah, like James Dean. I know. And is it an AI voice or is it a guy doing an impression of James Dean? In which case, just get that guy to play Jack. You don't need to make him James Dean. Just say, look, do your best James Dean impression. And that's the vibe you're going for. Yeah. I think Finding Jack has been cancelled. Having said that, I, it's been quiet for a long time, hasn't it? Yeah. But having said that, I can understand bringing back Tarkin. Yeah. And I can understand Ring about Peter Cushing. And it doesn't look as bad as everyone it doesn't said. Look as, it doesn't. I, it's a I, bit never broken, remember, I never remember it looking that bad. You didn't like it's, it when it came out. I do remember that. I do remember you were not happy with how it looked. No, but I, because I don't, I, I'm not sure if it was because of how it looked or if it was because I just thought it was a bit weird as a concept. No, no, you were, I think I was as well. I think I agree. You, we both thought it just looked really rubbery, which it does look really. Oh, yeah, no, it did. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think a lot of that is because they've tried to make it look very organic, make all his face move and, you know, make it too smooth and shiny. He's too smooth and shiny. And also, there are like bits of his cheeks that move actually more than they should. And it's it's trying to be really lifelike. It's trying to be. It but, looks better than that hideous, that most heinous prequel Tarkin in Revenge yes. of the Sith, who was weird and blocky and chunky. And there's also, um, and it's not, it's like infinitely better, is there is Princess Leia as well at the yes. very end. And she is so much better than Tarkin. Tarkin looks, you know, I gotta be fair, Tarkin looks fine, but yes. Leia looks like actively good and she's yeah. maybe a bit like emotionless, but then actually like what like that was a complaint at the time. Her face doesn't move much, but like also also like what do you want? Like she I think she looks great. I think she's she's definitely way better than Tarkin. Was um, Carrie Fisher was still alive at this point, wasn't she? 26. Yeah, she was, but she yeah. was just old. No, she was. I'm not questioning why yeah, they didn't yeah. no, no, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. What I mean was was she alive? Was this another yeah. one where they brought Peter Cushing was like Peter Cushing was like long dead. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um and in a way, that might part partially be why it sort of subconsciously seems less weird as well. It's because he's dead. No, it's because Carrie the Carrie Fisher one. So no, I don't think it's even it seems less but... weird. I think it just looks better. Yeah. A yeah, because you, you can focus the same amount of effort into less time. She isn't on the screen for long. Yeah. And B, I think because Peter Cushing's face is, I think, a lot harder to re- reconstruct than Carrie Fisher's. Yeah, Peter Cushing is a unique-looking man. He is. He is. Um, so skipping right to the end because we're going to move on in a minute. Is there is like there is that scene? You know that scene. I mean that scene. 
that scene, that Vader scene. The Vader scene. Oh my god! I don't. Even, we don't need to say anything about it because everyone knows it. But that scene is just is the best bit of Star Wars cinema in the last since the Disney acquisition. It's 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 incredible. Maybe it's that so actually good. that Luke Skywalker scene, the one that kind of just sort of feels like an homage to it in the Mandalorian. That's, that's yeah, but that's not nearly as good though. That's not nearly as I good because know. Luke Skywalker isn't. He's not like a threat. He's not like a menacing. No, but okay, but in a different. Presence. Okay, and no. also he's just cutting down robots in that. But it's piece. in the opposite of it, in the sense that when, okay. like, you do not expect when you're watching the Mandalorian, like nobody expected that X-wing to rock up, and then once the X-wing turns up, you know it's Luke, but nobody expected that, and then to see Luke in that lift. This is true. It's a good yeah. scene. It's a good sequence. But I, uh, that Vader, Vader, yeah. That do you think is, if because Luke also though that's the first time. Though, maybe but also still that's the first time you've seen vader in like that way yeah absolutely in live action because you because they've never done like vader he, he has a couple of jewels with luke but he's this big lumbering kind of like you know just, yeah. just powerhouse just like smashing and swinging his he's like one-handed this time like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but in but in this he's just cutting through yeah, we're, oh, okay so we're inevitably going to see that in Kenobi right yeah probably yeah, yeah 100% do you think maybe that's part of why as well Hayden Christensen is back because he's going to be in the Vader suit as well do you think that allows yeah, for yeah, a different possibly. kind of yeah but um, but he's just like and it's and because when I saw that in the cinema because also we were saying because you know there's the there's the scene between Vader and Krennic mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's a be careful not to choke on your aspirations yeah, there's a bit of like a slightly sassy Vader I quite like it though because we were saying it seems very much like in the vein of Anakin like it seems because yeah. um, I was say literally two seconds before that I said there's a big disconnect between Vader and Anakin and then he says yeah. that and I was like actually yeah. there's not but um but like he's like when we watched that in the cinema, I remember thinking like, not that you know, I wasn't like hiding. But I was like, God, Vader's like pretty fucking scary, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you've never really seen that before. You never really thought that about him. Like he's he's, he's never you know, a he's huge a... threat in the sense of no. like you don't feel like obviously he is. You understand that he is, but you don't really feel that as a viewer because he always loses. That sounds yeah, stupid he does as well. You know, yeah, yeah. Obi- yes, he beats everyone, but everyone surrenders. Yeah, he he doesn't kill Luke in episode five. No. Episode six, he gets his hand cut off and then dies. So yeah. this is the first time where you see him just murder, <laughs> like yeah. a, a good number of people. And he just strolls through this like just this like corridor of soldiers who are all shoot all shooting at him, all just screaming, terrified for their lives, yeah. trying to get this little floppy disc down the other side of the hallway. Equally, again though, the force. Right, that guy passes the floppy disc through the door. Just pull that guy yeah. back into the door. He runs away. Yeah. He thinks he's got away. Stick your lightsaber through the door. Pull him back onto it. Grab the floppy disk. Yeah. All sorted. You can or, kill the rest of them if you want. I mean, just just crush the floppy disk with you with the force. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, crush, you actually crush, you don't the, even need to crush the tunnel. Also, then he no could have pulled back Tanti for there because it's not that big. Yeah, this is true. We noticed that it's really small. He could have just forced should come back. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, he wouldn't have thought to do that. He didn't think to do that with Catbane, did he? That's true. No, but he's learned so, since then. No, clearly not. 20 years on. Um, so, before we move on, we have a couple of great deals to share with you. More we are nothing if deals. not men looking for deals for the people. 
men looking for men looking for deals for the people. And boy, have we found two for you. We found the first of which is Audible. Audible has on it over two hundred thousand titles. And in the last episode, we worked out how many books you could listen to in a thirty-day free trial, which is exactly what you can get by going to audibletrial.com forward slash clovenhoof. That link will be in the description of whatever whatever service you're listening to this podcast on. But Alfie, I ask you this. How long do you think it would take you to listen to over 200,000 books? A very long time. Yeah, that's a lot of books, right? Uh, Audible's great. Audible doesn't just have books on it, of course. Audible also has Audible Original Podcasts. Audible also has Audible Originals on it, which are somewhat like audio plays, audio audio books, but without being a book, if you will. Um, and it has, it has all of your favorite titles and some you may never even heard of. Uh, but if you, much like me, and much like Alfie, struggle to read because you have, you either have very little time or maybe, maybe you've just fallen out of touch with reading. Audible is perfect for you. You can, you can drive it straight in through your ear holes. Uh, Alfie's, done a, Alfie's looked up at me with a little smirk. Alfie, how long would it take you to listen to 200,000 books? Um, I'm just double checking because I feel like I may have done some maths. Just throw wrong. no, just throw the but no. I did no maths wrong. Two hundred and twenty-eight years. Wow. So and but that is going off the average audiobook length, which is about ten hours. Is it really? Yeah. This is, is really? uh, this is according to according to my reliable source, Google. Oh no, but here's um, a here's a tip for you. Here's actually a hack is if you do decide to go to audibletrial.com forward slash clovenhoof, you can listen to audiobooks at the speed of your choice. So I know some people that listen to it at two times speed. I, f- I find it jarring as I prefer so to listen to an audiobook at one time speed. You so could for me, potentially it get through every single one. Years. But you could potentially get through every single one in 114 years. If no, you listen that, to them at two times speed. That doesn't sound like a reason to live for 114 years, and I don't know what is. Hell yeah. 114 years from And if that point. doesn't sound like a reason to actually just, you know, once you've done your 30-day free trial, why not, why not take out a full subscription? Because you've got 114 years to 228 years worth of books to work through. Why not? Why not do it? Why not be Why the, the first not? person to ever do it? Because I don't Why think, I think if you did it, you'd be the first person ever to complete Audible. I Especially Bobby because Disney's going to do it when he gets unfrozen. Do you think he's doing it now? Do you think he's doing it while frozen? I think probably. Because yeah. if you can take it in while sleeping, you can take yeah, it in probably. while frozon. Yeah, you probably can. You can take in That's Audible books anywhere, anytime. He's still growing his mind so he can make banging cartoons when he comes out. He's going to make some banging cartoons. <laughs> Do you think he's gonna, like Ult- he's gonna be like he's gonna be like Ultron and he comes out? He's gonna have listened to all the of the audio audio books of all time. He's gonna be yeah, like, dude, the kind of shit he's probably dreaming about in there. Frozen. Yeah, insane. He's probably having some wa- wild insane. dreams. He's gonna come out like Jesus. I mate, I've made, I've, I've got some shit. I've got to process. Man, do I have some cartoons for you guys? Man, <laughs> man do I have do I have Bambi five? He just draws Steamboat Willie again. It's like I, this is guys. This is what I got for you. My brain is my brain has been melted by 228 years of audiobooks. Melted um, in the best possible way, though. No, in all melted, seriousness, not melted, melted enhanced. like in in, like in all formed, seriousness, like crafted. Uh, we do joke, but Audible is is a great service, and I would highly recommend it. And I would, I do you know what we got the 
we secured the deal. We secured, we, we, uh, we, <laughs> we secured became affiliates with Audible and we, we, we have this 30 day free trial to give away. But I myself took out a, took out a free trial of Audible just before this and actually have made it permanent. I think Audible is excellent. And I would well, recommend we, it to anyone. We were saying when we were, when we were talking about it last episode, n- neither of us read as much as we would like to. And if you are also somebody who has, you know, who, who's, who, you know, do, is doing a lot, working a lot, whatever it is. Maybe you're doing feel sometimes work. like well, yeah, maybe you're, you're doing uni work, yeah. you're whatever. You sort of feel like maybe you don't have the time or the energy to sit down with a book and focus your, you know, having an audio book on is a great way to just. I mean, uh, you're listening to a podcast like, right now. Exactly. So same deal. Same deal. Imagine that, but, but, but done by someone professional. Imagine that, but actually, actually informative. And about uh, imagine like. that, yeah, and imagine that, but it, imagine this podcast, but actually intellectual. Damn. Imagine that, but imagine this podcast, but you actually come away from it a better person. That's what Audible can give you. Um, we have a, we have a second deal for you anyway. That is that is audibletrial.com forward slash Clovenhoof. Links in the description. Uh. Full disclosure, we do get a little kickback from that, but that isn't why you should do it. You should do it for yourself. You should do it for your own and for the lovely your own mind. And at Audible. Uh, but we have a second deal to bring to you now. Alfie, take it away with the scenario. So, you are a certain a certain director, Orson Krennic. Okay, you've got do you want some me to do you want me to get stuff? into character. Do you want me to be? Do you want me to? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So oh, you got some I'm bloody old Orson Krennic. And you've got some, you've got some very important files on your computer. What are we bloody and blind? I've got, I got, I got files <laughs> on my, on my. Computer. And these files are so important. In fact, if anyone gets these files, they could pr- potentially blow up your large space station, and that would be awful. But Orson Krennic, you know, uh, military genius, has failed to consider one thing. Uh, he's dropped the voice. I'm still awesome, Krennic. I've dropped the voice. Um, I don't feel like I failed to consider anything, but um, but potentially I might have. If only there was someone that could tell me what I failed to consider. He has failed to consider the safety and security of his Wi-Fi network. The safety and security of his new empire. Of his new empire. You see the of, thing I did there. Yeah. The, of his of his personal of his personal files. He's failed to consider it, and. Uh, and oh my god, here comes Jin Erso. Jin Erso's just she logged onto the same. She, she's, she's logged onto the same unsecured Wi-Fi network he's using, and she's and she's she can steal his, his credit card information. She can steal his credit card information, his Death Star plans, his fucking. He's she's got everything. His personal info, all of his personal his IP info. address, and he could have. He could. He could have avoided this so easily by and just using can. a VPN. There's still time. There's still time. There's still time because she has. He shouldn't yet. just. He shouldn't just use any VPN. He should use the best VPN on the market, the quickest VPN on the market, and now the VPN on the best VPN on the market with the best deals on the market. If he should use, if only he knew he can get fifty-two percent off NordVPN, he can get fifty-two percent off NordVPN. The Death Star would still be kicking about. There would be no, there would be no rebel, rebel running, rebels running around with all the plans. They would never be able to get them because he could sit in that coffee shop on that unsecured Wi-Fi network with his VPN turned on in full peace of mind. That Maybe no one was getting his files. Maybe full safety and security doesn't sound like enough. 
to convince you to pay for NordVPN. Although it should do, because let me tell you, it should. That should be enough. But maybe it doesn't sound like enough. Say maybe you're in the UK and you're asynchronic and you love Netflix in the UK. <laughs> Specifically, you are in the UK, you're asynchronic and you love Netflix. <laughs> but you are like, oh, rats. I'm on my, I'm on the UK, but I want, I want Netflix from the US. What can I do he about that? Netflix from bloody Alderaan, mate. He wants Netflix from Alderaan. Sadly, actually, he can't get Netflix from Alderaan he, because he, we can't promise longer. that service. But he can longer. also because it doesn't exist anymore because it's blown up. Okay. Uh, he wants Netflix from the US. He can switch his location to the US on NordVPN and he can stream from the US <laughs> or anywhere he wants. <laughs> if he wants, if he wants to switch to there. Anyway, uh, NordVPN is a great service. It offers, it offers security. It offers... You know, it offers a little bit of entertainment in the sense that you can watch streaming services from different countries, which is what I use it for most, to be quite honest with you. But yeah. 52% off doesn't give me, give me an steal. example of something that I could watch if I lived elsewhere, but I can't because I live in the UK and am just, for example, not using NordVPN. Brooklyn Nine-Nine season eight. Ah. Oh. Well, you can oh. watch that in the UK now, but up until a month ago, you couldn't. So, oh. yeah, yeah. Well, that's fine. I should using nordvpn right now to watch uh, yeah i the link is in the description whatever shows one, i want but if you haven't already got a vpn i would highly recommend checking out nordvpn at 52 off that's insane incredible that's insane um so that's the end of the ads but uh we did forget to do something rogue one better or worse than morbius better than morbius better coats than morbius Yes, Jesus, by far. Yeah, no, Morbius wears some he has a good coat coats. in that. He has a good coat in that. No, he wears some awful coats. All right, fine. I hate his coats. We'll agree. He's got a classic lab coat kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, right, fine. Classic lab coat is good, but still, but still, no. This contest. is this is the the cloven hoof quick Cassian classic lab coat. Well, Cassian, Cassian doesn't. Cassian probably would. Cassian wear would rock a, a lab he probably coat. would rock a classic lab coat, but still, he Cassian's coats is not. There's no. No, we don't know. We don't need to discuss this. There's no fair play. There's no discussion to be had. Fair play. Anyway, so uh, we also this week have played the best bit of Star Wars media, bar none, full stop, Star Wars Racer Revenge. Um, so the plan was initially that we would play this game and we would get super hooked because it's super fun. Super great. It's not really. Yeah, it's fine. Um now, for those who are <laughs> unaware, it's it's Star Wars Racer Revenge is the sequel to Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer, which is exactly it's the what it to sounds. Star like. Wars Episode One. <laughs> they didn't release a second film; they just did Racer <laughs> they Revenge. Just did Racer Revenge. Um, so, so for the uninitiated, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's um, Star Wars Pod Racer is is a Pod Racer game, and Star Wars Racer Revenge. Initiated who may have forgotten? Yeah, maybe they played it when it came out, and they and they forgot. Don't want to play again, and so they now just need us to tell them what it is. Yep. Uh, it's a pod racer game and, 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 and to be fair um, maybe that's the downfall of it for me I'm not too invested in pod racing I know a lot of people are Alfie was just on the phone to a friend just before we started recording and his he told his friend that we were doing pod racing and his friend was like oh my god I love pod racing I love the pod racing bits maybe this game for people like that excellent I like, love pod racing world but also the thing is though the thing is it I think a a well done pod racing game. I've been saying this for now, a long time. Yeah, could be brilliant. This isn't that. It's very very uh, for standard. the time though. Do you know what? For the time, 
um it looks pretty good it's it's so it's when did this when did this come out though so so this game came out in 2002 so for the time it's this it's this first person pod racer game and or you can play in third person but primarily it's primarily it's uh, this first person pod racer game and it looks pretty solid uh and it plays pretty well too and uh it, it doesn't play like a mario kart it doesn't play like a a sonic team racing which we've been, <laughs> which we've been playing a lot of recently <laughs> anyway um so it doesn't it doesn't play like any of those games it plays almost more in line with your sort of um need for speed like yeah sort of more grounded it's... car racing game and 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 it's fine it's okay for what it is. It is fine. It is fine. It's a well-made game. I will give for the record. That. I will I was full credit on that. I was appalling at it, and I think that's yes, jaded my. That's true. Uh, actually, this is a good point to make. This will be the first. If you're listening to this on the podcast, this will be the first uh, video we'll upload with gameplay on YouTube, and you'll be able to see how terrible Alfie is at it. Um, I'm really bad. He's terrible. Um, there are some great character designs right in this game. There's also there's there's Darth Maul and Darth Vader as playable characters. Darth yeah. Maul, Darth Vader, episode one, Anakin, yeah, yeah, and Watto, and Watto, yeah. So people who never actually, never actually pod raced. Pod raced. Well, maybe they he did. Because we don't sure. know. We don't know. But, I mean, to be fair, Anakin, uh, Darth Vader Anakin, did at one point yeah. in his life. Maybe pod maybe there's a maybe there's a point where Darth Vader had like had a bit of time off and he was he like tries to go back to his roots. On. He's like, oh man. Let me he get, does a pod let me race. Get back behind the, let me get back behind the wheel, man. So do you want to know some story for this game? Uh, yes. This please. is set eight years after The Phantom Menace. So right. Anakin, you would think, Anakin can't be that old eight years after The Phantom Menace. Anakin was 17 during this game. Um, so he's a Jedi, okay. he's 17, uh, and he is thinking, it's my Jedi summer holiday, man. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Train to be a Jedi? What am I going to do? <laughs> Something race. So, you know, maybe I'm going to do something productive. Maybe I'm going to go and do some aid work over in a poor planet. Maybe I'm yeah. going to go and help my family back out in Tatooine. I really miss my mum, so maybe I'll go and go over to see her. Um, yeah. He does go to Tatooine, uh, but he actually goes to the Mos Espa Grand Prix and uh, <laughs> races pod races. And Sebulba is still out for revenge. Sebulba is hell-bent on killing him. This is all according to the... Um, to the to the opening rule as well, which if you if you're watching the video you will have seen um mad it's mental that they 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 gave backstory to this i love that i really rate that to be fair yeah. um it's extremely also probably obviously knowing that it's just completely dumb and not canon oh of course right. yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No, is it canon no might be no, there's, there's nothing no to say canon. okay but there's nothing there's no to way say it's canon. not as well because in attack of the clones is it in Attack of the Clones? Where? There's no point in Attack of the Clones where they say, where Obi-Wan goes, Anakin, you haven't been pod racing for eight years. <laughs> You're right, Master. I could probably do with a break. <laughs> yeah, there's no point where he says that, so it could have happened. Um, and there's, there's, a, there's a wipe pan, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anakin's, <laughs> Anakin's chip <laughs> landing on Tatooine, and he gets out. <laughs> it's, there's, there's a wipe pan, and it's just Anakin, like 300 mile an hour in a pod race, so just like, Bumping along Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sebulba, and then also Darth Maul. <laughs> and Darth Vader. And Darth Vader all in pod races. And then they do... 
Oh, no, no, okay, no. And it's Watto. Anakin. It's, <laughs> Watto is there as well. it's Anakin and Watto. And then they do a fucking, um, oh, God, a Paul Walker, like, oh, Fast and ways. Furious. Like, Fast yeah, and yeah. Furious. Yeah. <laughs> they have a so. massive montage of them riding through the desert together. And then it's, <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's, An- it's Anakin and his little um, Greedo mate. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and they've gone yeah. back out to the desert. Pod race one last time. Do one last one last pod race. <laughs> and then they part ways into the sunset. Speaking of, they're not just doing one last pod race. They're doing they're doing one, one last several pod, pod races because because uh, over various different. They planets. have we mentioned it earlier in the podcast. Uh, the Soros sub facility on yep. Sullust. Yep. Is that is that the first appearance of Sullust? Not the first mention of it, but is it the first appearance? Because I can't Possibly. think of one where it would have appeared before. Anyway, um, there's some great. There's there's uh, there's there's one on Mon Calamari. Yep. Excellent. There's there's Tatooine Grand Prix. Um, yep. There's a few. We didn't unlock them all, uh, but this is of an era where so it's it's a similar time to Quidditch World Cup. It's a similar yes. time. To the first Actually, Pod Racer game, it's a similar time to Jedi. But it's not, you know, but it, but it's a similar. It's the same era, and it's Jedi. Ban- uh, sorry, uh, not Jedi. Ban- Star Wars Bounty Hunter has just come out. Uh, yeah. it, this is of an era where film tying games were. Finish World Cup came out the year later, the following year. Yeah. So <laughs> this is of an era where film tying games were almost like had as much effort put into them as as every other AAA game and i know you've got big games like you've got battlefront and you've got the new avatar game coming out and that looks great and you've got Ooh. all of these sort of um you've got it, these sort of film because there was the games, uh, but... there was the also the um matrix like unreal engine there was i i would hesitate to count that count i, that I, I don't i know I don't, it doesn't really count but I, I feel like probably we're coming back into that happening. that's what i was just about to say yeah. is are we hitting a point now where we begin to come full circle with it, where I th- where we might see start to see more? Because Star Wars games are back, like, big time. You've got Jedi yeah. Fallen Order. You've got Jedi Fallen Order 2 coming out. You've got Battlefront. You've got Battlefront 2. All these games are coming out. Do you think we're going to hit a point where... You've got that Star Wars, um, like, card, like, turn-based... Well, that's what I was going to say. Is iPhone game. We went through a love period that. of time where film tying games were just shitty mobile games. Yeah. Where where it would be announced, it would be like uh, Marvel has got a, a big multi million dollar deal with Capcom, and then they do like a they do Marvel versus Capcom. They do one Marvel versus Capcom game, and then they do a mobile app. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, they'd be you know Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars has extended its deal with EA, and then EA just puts out like three strategy games on mobile. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I would love to see us come full circle and to do a, a fully modern, full haptic feedback, full high fidelity graphics, pod racer game, like in yeah. depth, not racing simulator, like Need for Speed level sort of. Uh, build your own build your own pod racer exactly ground up like have a career mode like you're, G- you're... gta races we said that we're playing it how awesome yeah, 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 would yeah. that be in that style like this sort of arcadey but yeah yeah and, and, and you rock up with your own with your own pod race that you've tricked out yourself with through yeah. your hard-earned cash 
from doing all your races, doing your Grand Prix. Maybe just can... add a, a really good fleshed out pod. Uh, I said this before the podcast. I'm going to say podcast so many times instead of pod race. Yeah, actually, um, you haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet, have I? I'm no, focused the whole time, mode. But then the whole time we were playing it, earlier, I was saying you, podcast. You were just saying how, yeah. about how you crashed your podcast. <laughs> my podcast engine was dying. Um, <laughs> podcast engine. My, my, my bloody, let me tell dying. you, my podcast my engine is dying podcast right engine's dying right now. <laughs> my podcast engine died about maybe an hour and a half ago. Um <laughs> But maybe, maybe, maybe in one of the upcoming Star Wars games, there's a there's a Ubisoft open world game coming out. Ubisoft worked yeah, on Watch Dogs, right? Yeah. Watch Dogs had some excellent driving modes and mechanics. Watch Dogs yeah. 2 specifically, Legion was, yeah. you know. Now apply that to pod racing. Now apply the same principles. You uh, podcast, podcast, <laughs> apply it to podcasting. <laughs> Did you mean to say that? I didn't mean to say podcast when I did, but apply those. Okay, now apply those same principles. Apply Ubisoft open world game that had a podcasting element to it. Mate, that would be awesome. Would you? Would It'd you? Would so you host cool. an in-game podcast? Uh, wait, I'm confused. Would you do what, it? take what an open world Ubisoft Star Wars mm-hmm. game? Yep. where not only can you pod race. No, you can't pod also, race. You can't pod race. You can podcast. Oh, so you can podcast as a Star Wars character. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You can make a podcast about pod racing, but you can't pod race. Can my podcast sponsor a pod racing team? No, but a pod racing team can sponsor your podcast. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. I'll, do, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. I'll do that. Cool. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, also, is pod racing in universe, like outside of this game, a strictly Tatooine thing, or does everyone just be pod racing? I would assume they would, because... Because I sort of always thought that maybe it was a bit of a Tatooine thing. No, I guess it's like, I, I guess it might be a bit like how Formula One was initially a European thing and then it kind yeah. of went global and it's now going even more global. And Oh, maybe actually. So maybe pod racing is a, is a galaxy wide thing. But the reason all the, the Tatooine ones are all just like handmade, built by the built by the drivers is because it's just reached Tatooine and it's all sort of like... Or... Do you reckon but it's on other planets, so they've got like full, like as it's they've got the Mercedes there. of yeah, true. Also, but I maybe on Tatooine, it's like brutal, and that's why <laughs> they're just doing it around the desert. They got like the but... Lewis Hamilton of pod racing somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's maybe, Anakin maybe... Skywalker. He's just the, he's the Lewis Hamilton of pod racing. <laughs> no, but maybe you go Bloody, to like let me maybe you, you go to like Alderaan or somewhere. Gonna divide and just got like here. they've got like actual courses for it, and they've got actual teams. And they've all got shiny pod racers that don't have just like bits of wiring. Exposed. Bloody Sebulba is the Lewis Hamilton of pod racing. <laughs> let me tell you that. <laughs> let, me, let me really divide opinions. Um, I'll let I'll let you work that one out for yourselves. Um, yeah, no, I think they do. Of course, I think that'd be awesome. If you go to like if you go to Naboo and they've got like a, a water side track. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, and they and also all their pod races look like the Naboo, like Starfighters. Yeah, like like really shiny, shiny and, and yeah. clean and like cool, like sort of I mean, pointy angles and not pointy. To angles, be fair, like, these yeah. are kind of in the game. Like, there's a couple tracks that you got the Tatooine one, which is the the Mos Espa one, and it's yeah, very much like. But then we had the one on Mon Calamari where you've got those bridges that sweep up and around the map, and it is actually yeah. almost built like a racetrack. So that answers that question. Yeah. Um to be fair, there's there's not we picked this game because we essentially what we're trying to do is over the next few weeks we'll be covering Star Wars because Kenobi's coming out. And uh 
we thought, okay, so the obvious games to do would be the Lego games would be to do Battlefront, would be to do Jedi Fallen Order. We wanted, we wanted to kick it off with a bang, so we picked Jedi Racer Revenge. Um, Jedi Racer, just foot races, like sprints, 100 meter sprints. Star Wars Racer like Revenge. And- you know what I mean, man. Um, it's podcast engine. It's, it's, so, it's so cheaty. You can play as a Jedi, though. Anakin yeah, Skywalker. You can't use the Force. No. It. But he does, though. That's why he's so good at it in, in movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 like yeah, Jedi reflexes. Imagine yeah, yeah. you've got. So he's already. Like, he's, a, he's, he's in good shape. He's built a good pod racer. He's, a, he's already a very quick driver. Imagine you've got Lionel Messi pumping full of steroids. And then you're like, now. <laughs> and now also, and, and magic. And magic <laughs> steroids and is magic. Ronaldo is Ronaldo, but magic. Imagine, mm. imagine that for the American for the American crowd, it's um, it's Steph Curry, full of Steph Curry, full of steroids. Steph Curry but magic. Steph and Curry, I, and but we don't did... mean Magic Johnson. We mean full of actual magic. <laughs> full of force. Use the force. Use Jesus. the force, Steph. I'm gonna give him the force, and that would be cheating. That's my point. Imagine giving Steph Curry the force and then saying, okay, go out and play basketball against, against the rest of the NBA. People would very quickly complain. <laughs> so why is Anakin allowed to race? Because he's now a Jedi. So surely they'd just be like, dude, no. Like, like, like yeah, no, no, you're not letting you race. <laughs> also, to be fair, though, what, like, what, what can they do? How can nothing. they stop him racing? Okay, nothing, but if he wins, they, they don't have to the recognise it. But if he wins, they don't have to recognise it. They can ignore it. They can just be like, okay, Anakin's crossed the line first. Like, whatever. Yeah, but he can just... He can because how... how Jedi, he can probably do a Jedi mind trick. How upset would you be, though, if you've done the whole podcast? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you've done the whole pod race. And then they're yeah. just like, they just pretend you didn't. They're just like, we, it doesn't count. So Bulba wins the Tatooine Grand Prix. What because Anakin's magic? <laughs> because Anakin's magic. Imagine it's, it doesn't okay, go. Okay, so it's the Formula One one weekend, and Lewis yeah. Hamilton's already he's like hundred points ahead in the championship. Say we're going back four years, he's hundred points ahead in the championship, and then one weekend he rocks up and he's like, guys, I actually I learned some magic over the, <laughs> I got over magic the, week. the weekend. Um, I got- so <laughs> you just if you if you thought you could beat me before, like just I'm gonna just do don't. magic now. I'm gonna I'm do magic. Gonna do some magic. You can't. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hold all of your cars at the start line while I do 50 laps, and then I'll let you go. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna suspend you all in the air. I'm just so gonna crush, move anywhere. crush your cars up into a little square <laughs> ball. Every time, every time you start driving, I'm gonna use my magic to just turn your ignitions off. I'm actually just gonna turn gonna your turn helmet your around off. on your head so that you'll be driving <laughs> blind. <laughs> every time, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna use magic to make it so that every time you press the accelerator, it's actually just the brake. It's so like you, just um, don't, you don't go anywhere. Speaking of a perfect, perfect application of this as well in watchdogs, yeah. you can hack the cars to go in different directions. Oh yeah, Use add that into the racing. add that into the pod racing mechanic. You can force push them in different directions. Every <laughs> everyone can do that though. It's Jedi pod racing, so it's just it's only Jedi. No, I think it'd be good if you were only Jedi. I think it'd be good if you went on if you went on pod racing online and you could um. You could pick your class and just ever like you don't realize you can pick Jedi, but someone has someone in the lobby has picked Jedi. <laughs> You'd be really fucked up. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, I I put in my notes that it's surprisingly good. And yeah, it's quite fun. Yeah. Um, again, I was terrible at it, but I was also also we were playing it on share play on PlayStation, mm-hmm, which doesn't help. Which so there was a slight delay, and that's yeah. going to be the excuse that I'm going to use. There was a bit of latency in my controls, yeah. so I yeah. couldn't really. It was 
a bit difficult, but still, I was yeah. rubbish at it. I found out. So I found, so if you get knocked out in Jedi Pod Racer, not yeah, you're Star out, Wars Pod Racer, out. Yeah, but he, but, but yeah. I I worked out. So I took one racer out and almost took my whole Pod Racer out as well. Uh, I yeah. found out that if you just if you just hold the left trigger, it just repairs your ship. It's like limitless as well. This is this is like bottomless reef, like limitless refills. Um, so if you knock out, like you're out for good. You don't finish that race, but like also you're just invincible. Star Wars Racer Revenge is is a game, but I have a is a game. It's no we, Sonic. It's no Sonic Racing. Look, guys, no um, Sonic Team Racing. The lo- I'm gonna say it now because the, the, the energy. It's no need for speed this, nitro on the Wii. It's no need for speed nitro on the Wii. The energy for this podcast has been our podcast engines are dying. Um, this this podcast nearly just didn't come out because we've had such hectic schedules that we had like we had like a, a specific window where we could both do it, and we're both so tired. Um, so excuse this is not the this is not the the standard <laughs> the standard quality. If you go back and listen to the particularly the last episode, which went mental. Thank you, everyone, for that. Actually, Thank I will you, say yes. that. Thank you so yeah. much for that. Thank you um, for the downloads on the last episode. Um, far exceeded what we were expecting. So. Ridiculously so. Um, go back and listen to that. But no, uh, so we did a couple of weeks ago, we did Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup. Where w- is this game? Is Pod Racer, Jedi Revenge, Star Wars, Star Wars, Jedi, Pod Racer, Revenge? It's revenge time. Is it better or worse than Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup? I I I don't think it was as good. I didn't it, enjoy no. it as much. I, I yeah, I love that I game. I love that yeah. game so much, man. I was I was taken. I was so surprised by how much I enjoyed the energy has come back Cup. into the room. I love that game. We're not going to talk about Quidditch World Cup right now because we've already done a whole episode about yeah. that. You should go back and listen to it. Um, that uh, game, but. It was brilliant. It was excellent. Uh, our recent addiction to FIFA Ultimate Team. Now, I've always played FIFA, but yeah, our recent love for Ultimate Team, I have this funny feeling, was slightly sparked by Quidditch World Cup and how much fun we have playing there. I think it was a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I just, I don't know. I was, I was expecting to, and I think I, I said this at the time, but I was expecting to plug in, I was, I was expecting to put in the little GameCube disc into my Wii, fire up Quidditch World Cup and think, oh my god! I mean, you did at first. You did. Jesus H Christ! No, I I did, but I I but then we played I had, together. I yeah, we played or it adjacent. Like, we played it at the same yeah. time. We were on cool playing it separately in different places, um, and it is very good fun. An awesome game. I'd love a remake of that. But that again, yeah, did a whole episode on this. Uh, yeah, no, it's not better than it's not better than. A Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup, which remains worse than the Oregon Trail. Uh, better. I, Oregon Trail will always have a special place in my heart because it was the first episode of the podcast. Um, but yeah, no, this game is a good game. Yeah, I will say that. I I, I start off by saying oh, it's a game, but for what it is, like it does exactly what you'd want. I think just for me, the pod racing. The whole pod racing concept just doesn't grab me. Like it's great, and but but I think people love that scene in the film, and I just didn't even care then. It's fine. Like I don't. Yeah. I love it in 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 the new Star Wars Lego game, Skywalker Saga. I yeah. love that sequence. 
um but that a lot of that stems from just my absolute love i remember in the in the in the because i've got the i played the star wars complete it was rock the complete saga yeah it it was impossible really a lot of that comes with the age of the game though i think yeah Um, and i think that might be part of what i struggle with with also our age of time yeah this is true yeah i can't remember how i how old i would have been when i had that probably a lot younger yeah nine or ten um, oh, but no, so I, I I think of the three games we've done for the podcast now, I think that Racer Revenge slots firmly in the middle. And I mean firmly, I mean like it's a fair distance behind Quidditch World Cup, but it's a fair distance ahead of Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail, yeah. Um, no discredit to it though. If they made it now, if they remade it now, I'd, I'd absolutely buy that and I'd absolutely play it. Yeah, 100%. I love a good racing game. Great. I love a good Mario Kart. I love a good Gran Turismo. I love a good Formula One. So, to I love a good Sonic Team. Sonic Sonic Team, team racing. racing. Maybe we'll do that in the future in an episode. But um, yeah. do you know what? It has been it has been dampened by the fact we've been playing Sonic Team Racing. Is I've had so much fun with Sonic Team Racing, which is a thing we've just been playing off our own back, like not even for the <laughs> podcast. Um, I've had so much fun with that. The I think it's made Racer Revenge just look a bit like seem a bit underwhelming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I do you know what I think that about does it. That's an abrupt ending. Yeah, but you know, what can the lovely listeners at home expect, expect next week? No, I not next week. We always do this. We say uh, what can I expect next week. We do this podcast time, every two weeks. So next uh, fortnight in a fortnight. You'll be listening to this potentially on the Friday it came out. It will be out not one, but two Fridays on from there. And they yes. will be able to expect Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, He's be the coming review. on as a guest. He's coming on the podcast. Obi-Wan Kenobi Obi-Wan will be on the podcast. Not, not Ewan McGregor. It's a long time ago, though, and he's dead. We no, got Force Ghost Obi-Wan. We, he's, yeah, he's here. Okay. So Force Ghost Obi-Wan. No, so he's like Guinness Force Ghost. Oh, awesome. The only Force Ghost we see. We don't see Ewan McGregor Force Ghost. Yeah, this is, um, yeah, you're right. This is true. So you can expect Obi-Wan Kenobi and you can, as far as I know, and I don't want to promise this, but as far as I know, you can expect Star Wars Battlefront 1 from 2015. Yes, you Which can. is a game we are so looking forward to playing again. And let me tell you, let me tell you, ladies and gents, the energy of that girls. one is going to be ridiculously high compared Through to this. The because that game is a game we have such love for, uh, for various reasons, some of which we'll touch on in the next episode. Um. Yeah, it's been great. I don't know if it's been great to listen to. It's been great to do though. It's been great to to record. It's been great to watch. It's been great to play. It's been lovely to be here. Somehow, we, hosts. we will return. Alfie, Alfie and Josh, <laughs> Josh and Alfie. Somehow we will return. Yeah, it's been sorry. a good one. You can <laughs> you can expect a much better episode in the next two weeks. Uh, but who knows? Maybe you like this one. Uh, and if you did. You can leave it a good review on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Maybe you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts. Maybe you're listening to it on Spotify. Uh, maybe you're listening to it directly from cloven-hoof.com, in which case you can actually get in touch with us on there or use a forum to leave a good review. Anyway, cheers, guys. See you in two weeks.